You're listening to the Sports Bar Podcast. Oh man. You guys, I'm you guys, I'm furious. Why are you because furious? I, we're, we're gonna start. We're gonna start right away off my damn fantasy football team. Okay. Oh yeah. You wanted to get this is Sammy Gonzalez week ten matchup update for uh fantasy football. And uh let's put it this way, guys. I'm gonna let you guys uh answer this question. Who would win in in a match? Someone with four missing players, either by injury or by week, or the person with one missing player due to injury or by week? One missing player due to injury or by Just week. By the, you are incorrect. <laughs> I lost. I lost by seven or eight points to a team that had four people not even play. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so That's actually impressive. So, like, okay. So... My projected score was 109, and his projected score was 75. Actual score was 62 to 69. Oh, no. So this is what happened. Just real quick. Drew Brees put up 12 points. Brandon Marshall put up 9. Uh, Jones from Cincinnati put up 6. Macklin put up 3. McFadden put up 7. Okay, so these are all sub-10 scores. Yeah. You know, Adams put up 12, uh, 13, and, and the Green Bay defense put up 5. Eli Manning went on a warpath with 19 points. Colston went for three. Uh, Robinson from Jacksonville went for 13. Miller from uh, Miami went for 18. And Philadelphia maintained with 10. And I lost. <laughs> even though even though Le'Veon Bell, Serafian Jenkins, Folk the kicker was out. And Andre Johnson, I believe, from Indianapolis, it was out for a bye week. I lost. And I don't even know what to think, mostly because uh, what's his name? Who was on my bench? Uh, Michael Michael Floyd? Yeah, Michael Floyd from Arizona. He was questionable, so I kept him off. He put up twenty six points. <laughs> oh. Questionable. Never always play the questionable dude. Yeah, always. Play oh them. my god! Questionable. I league, just they don't want the other team to like. They want the other team to be kind of like, uh, is he gonna play? But everybody just play him anyways. Oh it's also god. the nature of the injury on the on the type of player. Oh, Imagine god. anybody who played Peyton Manning this week. <laughs> <laughs> broke, broke, the re- broke the record and would got, be. <laughs> how do you break the record and get benched in that same game like explain <laughs> me that fucker for the uh, everybody's household name backup uh what's his name ty osweiler, osweiler? osweiler. <laughs> hold on by the way hold on felix nobody knows who we are so i would hope you would introduce yourself and everybody absolutely come coming in live from letter R productions this is felix uh and joining me, as always, my co-producer from themexcellence.com. Who do we got? Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. the man who is the original artwork creator. Never mind. We'll get to that. Go listen to the Fantastic Voyage on themexcellence.com to hear how mad I am about the Chinese knocking off my stuff. <coughs> this is sports we're talking about. And so let's get my game face on, my face, ba- my face mask on my cleats, and get my jersey on, your my face underwear. mask on your cleats. And, and we're going to get this done, <laughs> and we're going to sport some balls, all right? But uh, moving on to my, shoes. to my other core, cohort, core, whatever, <laughs> cohort from the Mexicans.com, we have the one, the only. Back 
for my two-game suspension. The fantabulous Gergi. Um, I must say, uh, the reason I got fined, I'm just here because I got. Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined, and uh, I didn't do it. Two games wasn't supposed to happen. All right, I didn't hit the woman. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Hey, that, that got dark. If Greg Hardy can do it, I can do it. No, no comment. Uh, what's <laughs> next question? Side note: Before we get to our uh, last member of the group, I saw a it was a stock photo of like domestic violence, and on the on the caption it read, um, it "Goes Greg Hardy." It goes like that's the silhouette of a dude hitting a woman. And he's like, "Greg Hardy just plays with a lot of passion," and then that was like. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's a little too close to home. Jesus. <coughs> and on to the last member of our group. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's Sir K Von D here oh. coming at you live. <laughs> that's a good rock band, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that shit. All right. I was like, I, was like, I like where this is going. <laughs> coming at you live, guys, for the Sports rhymes. Podcast. Let's do this shit. Let's talk about sports. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about sports, baby. Let's talk about you and me. All right. Let's so, talk about illegal formation. <laughs> All right. So, this has been a week in sports. I kind of want to start it <laughs> this, off. Hold on. That is the greatest start of this podcast. This has been a week in sports. <laughs> Usually, you say that at the end of it all. <laughs> I'm saying this week has been just god-awfully fantastic. First a lot off, of upsets and uh, a yeah, lot of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Can always... we start? Can we start with the biggest upset, please? Yes, the Lions the... and Packers. No, oh, that's actually pretty good. But that's... no, I'm talking about an even bigger upset in the world: a female punching and kicking in the oh, face. Oh yes, we're gonna start. We're not. Yeah, we're not gonna start football. We're gonna start with <laughs> my girl Holly Holm. And Thank wait, you, really? Man. Wait, who is who is my girl? Nobody. Holly Holm was nobody's girl. Up <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, uh, Will could tell you. Will could tell you, I love boxers and kickboxers. Thank you. And I'm always, like, if you, here's my thing, and I'm going to say this, and my explanation of how this fight went down is going to be longer than the fight itself, probably. Right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. It, it was actually about a six-minute fight. It was a decently sized fight for UFC. But here's the thing. Ronda Rousey made the mistake of trying to go toe-to-toe. She tried to get into a punching contest with a championship kickboxer and boxer and you know i will i will take i will always take kickboxer over boxer and you know i will take boxer over mma fighter as long as they don't go to the ground anytime holly holm was on the ground she got right back up because she knew that if she stayed down there that ronda would get her exactly and ronda and ronda even predicted how this fight would go down a couple weeks that's the strange part like she literally predicted how she would go down how the like type of fight at home was and just literally she she dug her own grave that day and i just oh my god so wait i I saw parts of the i didn't actually see the clip i just saw the title of the clip so what Mm -hmm. exactly did she say basically she was going to uh she said how holly home was going to uh, basically distract her so that way she could frustrate. kick her in the uh, yeah frustrate her so that way Rhonda can make a mistake and which would lead into a kick in the face and then she followed it up by saying but that's not going to happen <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like OJ making that book it's like I didn't kill them but if I did do it <laughs> right by the way you want so so Felix had his expert uh, expertise of. Uh, how that fight went down, and so I didn't buy the pay per view because I know it's going to be on oh, Vine. Yeah. No, I, I, in I, the I, following I, I seconds, never, I never buy, I never buy UFC pay per views. 
Yeah, they just happen to be on at any given restaurant I'm at. But anyway, this is uh this is my uh, five second review of the fight. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that's that's, that's all I really got to say. I mean, here's the thing. I actually really like Ronda Rousey. Like, Same one, way. I think she's gorgeous. Just something about her. And uh, two, like, I like her fighting style. It's just like, I'm going to attack everything. Like, she's like a fucking badger. Like, it's crazy. She's just like, ah! She's not, like not going to attack everything because if you stay, if you stand up with her, she's done. Right. And, and that was like, that's the thing. Because once I found out, like, I looked afterwards, like, Holly Holm, expert boxer, you know, won like a bunch of titles. I'm like, oh. Yeah, this is what happened if like Tyson fought an MMA fighter, or if uh, not even any... no, 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 not like Tyson. More like if Jong Sinong Fairtex had fought <laughs> had fought yeah. a UFC fighter, or somebody that you might know, um, Kung Lee. Somebody a little, huh? Well, Kung Lee actually went into MMA for a bit, but yeah. But by the way, Holly Holm is thirty four. Dang, damn, yep, damn. Well, I mean, just like I said, I said on uh, social media and everything. Everybody had to know that uh, Rondo was going to lose, right? Like, I had my suspicions. I mean, because who, if Rondo wins, who else is fighting in the UFC? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah. So, long, long gone are the days where you had like the Gracie battles, you know, the uh, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell battles, the um, Henderson man. and um, Rashad Evans, and um, what's that uh, other black guy that hit really hard? What's his name? Uh, dude with the big head. He was um, Mr. T's part in A Team. Oh, uh, uh, Rampage Jackson. Rampage. That's that. I was able. To, I was able days. to tell you one. I was able to tell you that once you mentioned a terrible movie. Yeah. Um. Right now, it's McGregor and Rousey, and that's the only two people people are watching in in MMA. Yeah, but I'm gonna go down uh, Holly Holmes like championships. WBF female world light welterweight championship one time. WBF female world welterweight champion one time. WBAN welterweight champion, as well as junior welterweight champion, as well as junior middleweight champion. Uh, WBC female world welterweight champion. NABF female light welterweight champion. The BAMF champion of the world. GBU welterweight champion. WIBA world light welterweight champion. You're just making world, up letters. At this point. <laughs> no, there, there's champion. like so many. There's so many boxing federations. What yeah. do you Corday and NBT <laughs> next big thing? IF, the IFBA world welterweight champion. IFBA light middleweight champion. 2006 fighter of the year. WBA female world welterweight champion. World welterweight <laughs> champion three time. Three time. I have a feeling like you would have to just keep like <laughs> taking sips of water to just keep on yeah. like, listening to all this shit. Can I be like the light ultra weight, medium weight of the world? Like I'm pretty sure I could be that weight champion of yeah, the world. Yeah, it's a uh, and then the and then uh, the ring named her the 2005 and 2006 female fighter of the year. And by the way, that's just boxing. If you go into kickboxing, yeah. <laughs> wait, there's more. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Do that. What natural is welterweight champion? I like. I like bantamweight champion. She's the Chuck Liddell of female fighters. It's like, yeah. See, Chuck, Chuck Liddell. I will say with Chuck Liddell because I always talk shit about about people in in a UFC. I will talk mad shit because a lot of them can't throw a fucking punch. Like they cannot throw a punch to save their lives. They focus too much on grappling. Chuck Liddell is the exception because mm-hmm. Chuck Liddell throws a punch 
Chuck and Dale could throw a punch with his backhand, <laughs> like with the violence of a thousand suns. Like, hey, look, I'm gonna put my hand up, and no, I'm flipping it around, or I'm gonna jump at you. Uh, what was it's it? Superman Achille, punch. Yeah, Achilles, Achilles style. Just jump fifty feet in the air. You're gonna see me punch you in the face in slow motion and knock you out. And there's nothing. Yeah, you no, can Chuck Liddell, what great, incredible striker and incredible takedown defense. <coughs> Pair those two, and see that, that Holmes is gonna dominate for a long time. You can't grappling. You can learn how to not end up on the ground, or you can learn pretty well how to get up off the ground. Mm-hmm. But you learning how to punch angles, like you could tell. Like there's a point in the fight where Ronda threw a punch, and by the time Ronda finished her punch. Holmes was standing behind her waiting for her. Right. <laughs> I actually dipped it and she like bounced on her knee and turned around, right? That mm-hmm. that punch. She just swung with everything, missed, tripped, went to a knee and popped up. And all it was was just like a boxing movie. You just duck, duck and turn. And she could have just opened. Yeah. And if you could have, uh, if she would have wanted to stuck with it like a boxing match, she would have just jabbed the inside until her kidneys were exploded. Or she, she just got out. Over the top. Like, she would have came over the top like um, how Canelo knocked out Kirkland. Right. Just boom. Yeah. It- yeah, it was uh, it was awesome to watch. Like I said, it was I loved it because it was like it was a good fight length as well. Like it wasn't just a thirteen second fight because I'd have been upset oh. if Holly Holmes like just one hitter. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my thing is this though. Like as soon as the knockout happened. Literally, all of her fans just turned completely against Ronda Rousey. And then, literally, like, just how with the, you got knocked the fuck out, John. They've posted memes. They posted everything, like, just uh, dehumanizing her. Yeah, but he, she- but here's the thing, and Taz brought this up, actually, is the loss works for Rousey. Now, I say the loss works well for Rousey because losses actually teach you something. Yeah, You can learn yeah. from a loss. What it helps her out is she's going to be filming some movies and doing a bunch of shit over the next few months. That is she, she she's supposed some, to be out she, for a year with a jaw injury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think I don't think she expected that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. She won't she won't be able to fight, but she will be able to film. Mm-hmm. Like if anyone's ever watched, you know, wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Don't tell no Kane. <clears throat> Wait, what is about Undertaker back yet? Uh, he's back like once every two months. There we go. Yeah, he switched from part time to like kind of frequent, but feature, like not feature film. <laughs> yeah, he's like kind of like, frequent. You might show a little bit, but that's about <laughs> it. like I'm. Ha- I'm uh to stay on like fighting and stuff like that. Did anybody else see the letter that uh, Delahoya wrote to? Um... Yes. Oh God. Can I read the contents of that letter? That's a go long ahead. letter, but it's a long letter. Yeah, and as, do, as okay, class, you'd be like, I, I, "All right, Keanu, it's your turn. Read pages line five. I hate it. Popcorn, popcorn, popcorn style. Popcorn. Yeah, but uh, no, I just want to read a small portion. An uh, excerpt. Uh, yeah, I want to read an excerpt. Me and Felix are both boxing. I mean, Sam too. Well, I mean, Keanu too. Well, I mean, but I know well, me and Felix. Um, well, you guys I mean, are more uh, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, you grew up. You grew up. Responded on, so I'm really eager to see what part he's gonna read because. It's probably the same part that I'm like, fucking thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find this. Uh... As I send you guys, uh, because I bring it up because on the 21st of this month, we're going to have an all-out brawl in boxing. Oh, yeah. Canelo versus uh, uh, Miguel Cotto. Cotto so. as, uh, yeah, I forget if it's Cotto or Cotto. Cotto. But, yeah. Everybody knows what happens when you get a Puerto Rican and a Mexican in the ring. <laughs> or in life. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Let's see. Come on. I sent everybody uh, this Canelo's last. Uh, opponent last knock last uh yeah fight. are we sinking yeah no no if we're you sinking. want but uh all right <coughs> all right here's 
here's oh, a, so no. here's a few of my excerpts oh, of my favorite. No. What? Oh no! Oh my god! You wasn't ready. If you guys, guys want to speak up, it's um, it's uh, Canelo Alvarez versus James Kirkland. It was his last fight, and this is pretty much the punch that would have came after Rousey if the girl wanted to hit her like that. Oh man! Yep. God, boom! Ew. <laughs> You know what my favorite? My, those are my favorite punches. Is when they hit them and then still duck the punch that they are like basically exactly. unconsciously still throwing. No, my favorite ones are the one like that, which is the same thing, but where you could just see the soul, the, the soul and their fight leave their body. It's like boom, soul's gone. Oh. Boom, they hit the ground and soul is just over. Just like um, who who did that to De La Hoya? Was it Mosley? I believe with the, so. With the liver punch. Caught De La Hoya in the liver, and De La Hoya stood up, and then just slowly his body turned off. Like, hold on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, are right. really. <laughs> oh, uh, like, so, that was uh, so, uh, Bernard Hopkins. So, so <laughs> I'm gonna. So yeah. I'm going to uh, read a couple of my favorite lines from here. Another, it's like oh, no. another reason boxing is better off without you. You were afraid, afraid of taking chances, afraid of risk. Is like. Uh, it's like me, I got into this business to take chances. I took all comers in their prime. The evidence, I lost six times. After 31 wins, my first loss was to Felix Trinidad, and I learned a valuable lesson that is both true in the ring and in life. Don't run. I, yep. it's, like, it's like, I didn't stop taking on the best of the best. Like after beating Daryl Coley, I took on Sugar Shane Mosley at the height of his powers, undefeated and considered by many to be the pound for pound best in the world. Again, I lost. After four more again, and he just talks about that and is like, Did I go easy? It's like, You took the easy way out. When you weren't dancing around fading stars, show idea for you, dancing around the fading stars, yeah. you, were, <laughs> you were beating up outclassed opponents. A lot of your opponents were above average fighters, but they weren't your caliber. You're a very talented fighter, the best defensive fighter of our generation, but what good is talent if you don't test it? Muhammad Ali did. Sugar Ray Leonard did. You, not a chance. You spent 2000 to 2010 facing forgettable op- opening acts like Victoriano Sosa, Philip Ndu, Demarcus Carley, Henry Brussels, Sharmba, and Sharmba Mitchell. These guys, there were guys, there were guys out there, tough opponents like Antonio Margarita and Paul Williams, but you ran from them. Were you ever on this track team in high school? You would have been a star. <laughs> and then and then this second to last paragraph. Now that you're stepping aside, attention can be turned to the real sports stars, the brawlers, the brave, the boxers who want nothing more than to face the best and therefore be the best. There's Canelo, Kazakh KO sensation Gennady Golovkin, ferocious flyweight Roman Gonzalez, slugger Sergei Kovalev, and a host of up-and-comers, including Terrence Crawford, Vasyl Lamachenko, and Keith Thurman, who want to see what a monster fight looks like. Canelo takes on takes on Miguel Cotto on November twenty-first. It yeah. won't do four point four million pay-per-view buys, but everyone who watches it will be thrilled, and that's no empty promise. Damn, it's like uh, it's true. It's like by, it's like by the way, it's, uh, boxing boxing uh, boxing announcers remind me of hockey. Announcers where you have to be able to pronounce all those fucking names, even if you yeah. don't speak the language. There are a bunch of names you got to be able to pronounce, but yeah, like yeah, Gennady Golovkin, of course. Like I would have loved to see F- Floyd go up against Golovkin as his final match because I know Golovkin would have destroyed him. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, and that's and that's my and that's my beef with Floyd 
is because it's like boy, like Floyd is Asshole. like Floyd. I can't even really call it beef. It's the McRib. It likes to think it's meat, <laughs> but we all know it's not. Yes. It's like, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it. It was very frustrating watching Floyd Floyd fight because he took the excitement out of a lot of boxing. Because with us losing most of our heavy heavyweights, yep, and then having a you know, lightweight champion that wasn't that really didn't move up or down in class weight class really mm-hmm. didn't take on a challenge. Even when he fought Manny Pacquiao, he didn't fight Manny Pacquiao. He just stayed on the ring, made the occasional tag, kept dancing away. Ah, uh, it, it's the scoring system that the Vegas has. The Olympic scoring system? Not well, not Olympic scoring system. Olympic scoring is different. Olympic scoring, you get points for the hits. Oh. Then they went away from Olympic scoring. Yeah, because for Olympic scoring, uh, every clean shot you land is a point. Mm-hmm. That's how the Olympics works. And Floyd Mayweather is an Olympic boxer as well. He he, he won gold at the Olympics, I believe. But where's the part where you win because you make the most money? Where's oh. that part? Which one's <laughs> that part? Which rules are those? <laughs> <laughs> because last time I checked, if you wanted to be considered a fighter, you have to fight. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Um, and and like, again, I think I think it, I think that's one of those shared like. Filipino and Mexican bonds of boxing. Yeah. Like we understand, you know, it's supposed to be a fight between two men. You can't get in the don't get in the ring if you're afraid of getting hit. Like exactly. my dad, my dad would tell me stories about my grandpa, how he was just he boxed in the Navy for fun, and then like they would go to the fairgrounds and it was like, win win fifty bucks if you can stay in the ring for three rounds with this big old horse dude that we found. And my grandpa would be like, All right, I'm gonna go do that. All right, see you guys in a few minutes. And he would just box dudes for fun <coughs> that's what that's like, the kind of, that's a, that's the fighters i look up to like fresno had this huge like un, not even underground boxing scene it was just like at like recreation centers it'd be like all right here's the open 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 ring yeah right and, this and, open mic nights is open ring zoos just got gloves on and handled their yeah business. i mean i mean that's where that's because uh my mom worked for the athletic commissions and again i do have good memories of my mom one of the cool things was i got to get some training from a. Uh, as I, from Diego Chico Corrales, who was oh yeah the middleweight champion of the world, he was out of Oak Park, you know, not far from my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like I got to train, I got to train a bit with him. Like this was, of course, before his death, and I got some really cool boxing training. I didn't get to use until I was in the Navy, and like I boxed in the Navy. My grandfather boxed in the Navy. My uncles boxed in the Navy because that's what you did in the Navy. <laughs> like he, you yeah, got bored. one of the reasons why you joined. <laughs> Like, you're on a you ship got? with a bunch of dudes. It's a natural thing that's going to happen. Yeah. You're, you're either going to box or fuck <laughs> each other. And you're not going to, you know, none of our family want to fuck each other. So, yeah. And, 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 uh, and by the way, used to do that and realize, no, nah, that's not cool anymore. So we decided to fight. <laughs> and, 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 by, and by the way, uh, Oscar De La Hoya also had something to say with, uh, to, about Ronda Rousey as well. And he said, well, that's what happens when you face the best. Look, it happened to Muhammad Ali. It happened to the very best. When you take chances, when you dare to be great, then you're going to get beat at some point in your career. That's what happens. I mean, she didn't want to take the easy route and just fight anybody. Good for Holly Holm. You know this. When fighters taste success, the hype around them, sometimes they forget about the training. They're thinking more about their interviews and the whole Hollywood thing. It's so distracting. And then uh, he ends up saying, I can guarantee you if they have a rematch, I don't know who, I don't know. Who knows? It might be a whole different story, but I'll tell you one thing. Ronda's going to be more focused and determined. That's what makes it fun. <coughs> yeah, and that's what um, 
that's what UFC needs to me. Like UFC got way too like WWE, like too drama, too much whatever. And I, I kind of fell off watching the sport myself. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and 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 honestly, it became like it became more interesting at times to watch Rousey to see if there'd be someone who who could beat her because like uh, it was a famous thing that. Uh, I'm trying to think who Muhammad Ali said it to. Uh, no, who said to Muhammad Ali? Gorgeous George actually said. Gorgeous George is a wrestler from back in the day, by the way. For those yeah. of you who don't know, he's like mm-hmm. the precursor to Hulk Hogan and all that. But he said, you know, more people are going to pay to watch somebody shut you up than they will to watch you win. Like more people are going to pay to see you lose than to watch you win. Exactly. Because that's what Muhammad story is always better. No, because Muhammad Ali figured that out. He knew he was great. He knew he was. Uh, <coughs> he was a freak of nature in the sport that he was playing because he barely made heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, in comparison well, to the guys he was fighting. Yeah, so, and, and, I mean, granted, Muhammad Ali was also like six one, which he yeah. was, which was tall, which was a giant boxer for that time. I think he was six one. I'm actually going to check that real quick because I don't want to give false information. Right. Let's see, Muhammad Ali was sorry six three. Yeah, that's really Jesus. tall. Damn, that's really tall for a for a heavy for a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah at least in I mean, the, if you're looking at Tyson, Tyson five ten. <laughs> yeah, Tyson <laughs> Tyson also has a brick for a fist. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll take our vote here. Ali or Tyson? Who wins? Tyson. Well, well. Here's the thing. Tyson wins if the fight lasts more than the, three rounds. No, no. If the, Tyson wins if less the fight lasts three. less than three la- rounds. Yeah. I give Tyson easy. No, I give Ali because the thing is this. He would dance around, and he's quick. He would tire him out. That's the thing. Uh, I, I have to go Keanu. I think the, the, the reach that um, uh, you probably know this more than anybody. It's like Barrera versus Morales. Yeah. Those still type of fighters. Mm. Morales is a very, like, keep away, keep away. Whap! He had a really quick right right hand. That was a straight right. And um, Barrera was a brawler. He'd just walk in like a freaking phalanx and then cover his head until he got close enough and then he tried to chop you down. Right. And that's the thing, but that's the thing, but you're talking about 19, what 60s, 70s versus 90s technology and training. You know, that's the thing. Like <laughs> 90s technology. And training. No, I'm serious. Like training, right? Like if you like, look at, remember, I, I think we've seen this before, but if you've seen uh, Tyson at 14, Oh have you God. Seen that clip? Yes, I have. Yeah, so Tyson have. at 14 looks like a grown man. I'm pretty sure could kick my ass at him at 14. Kick my ass at any age in any of my physical primes, <laughs> probably multiples. Like if I like yeah. if I took 25 every year of 25 years, like every version of myself, me myself at one years old, two years old, all the way to 25, all of us could not take on 14 year old Tyson. That's how much of a monster he was, and he is a monster. And so you get someone who's trained to do that versus you know Ali. <laughs> Ali was off for a few years tra- because of the freaking jail time for drafting, you know, for dodging the draft. Or, uh, I mean, I don't call it draft dodging. He had his own reasons. He didn't yeah, want to fight. Yeah, conscientiously, but, conscientiously objecting. Right, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't speak against that at all. That's his thing. I wouldn't do it. But, um, you know, but even before then, like, he, Tyson's just too much of a monster, you know? He's a freak mm. of nature. They're both freaks of nature. That's, but I, I think, I mean... And that's hard for me to go against a guy who's built similar to make me. It's like a tank. You know, you'd still have to hit him. Yeah. yeah and and, and, those and, and, at, and hands. at the same time, also, Ali faced people that were like Tyson, in, at least in his day. He And well, actually, he faced a person like Tyson, I should say. Joe Frazier? I was actually going to say with George Foreman. George Foreman? Where yeah. it was just a big dude <laughs> that could, you know, 
A big then you knock out the fat, hit. and then everything's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So well, that shit's really good. Like people talk shit about the George Foreman grill. That's a good ass grill. Dude, man. I use that. I use that grill almost every fucking day. I use that I, in my waffle maker. I had to. Uh, I had the honor of actually meeting uh, Manny Pacquiao when I first met him. Um, Super nice guy. Fucking <laughs> yeah, he's a very nice guy. We went to church with him and um, Oscar and his family mm-hmm. when they fought each other in Vegas. And um, I, that dude is small. Yeah, yeah, he is. And you're like, oh my god, because you see, you used to see, he's like five five, and he's like a buck what, buck twenty something, buck thirty. Uh, 142, I believe, is his last fight. What was his? Yeah, when he fought Oscar, yeah, he, and we fought. We fought Oscar. Yeah, he was like he was like 135 or so, yeah. somewhere in that area. <coughs> and uh, he was just super nice, and he sounds super Filipino. You want to fuck at the chicken? And I was like, what the fuck? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to fuck the chicken. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> he's super Filipino, obviously. Yeah, and also he's from. That, he's, wait, hold on. Is that his? Is that a superhero name? Super Filipino. Be, that dude was a beast, man. Until he got knocked out by Marquez. Then that was. Dude, like, that oh. was. Oh my god, that I, knockout that, was. I put it up in the in the chat. I've never. I, I've watched I, boxing for a long time, but I've never seen a boxer go lights out like that. Like no, the thing was, I wa- I was watching that game live, and it was cool because in Reno, there's a lot of casinos there, so a lot of Filipinos work in casinos if they're not at a hospital or Walmart, so. By the way, you said you said you said that uh, that game. You meant fight? Yeah, I, I watched that fight. Sorry, <laughs> I yeah. watched that fun, game. Fun fact: uh, same concept in Vegas, just Mexicans. Well, no, no, it, it was funny because there was a half, like the crowd was literally split in half. You saw the Mexican side and the Filipino side, and they were like the cheers were like. <laughs> It was like going back and forth, and it, it, it was in stereo, depending on that. And then when that hit happened, the Filipino side, which I was on, of course, just went silent, and the Mexican side starts cheering. And then, and then everybody starts getting concerned because every Jeez. we're looking and it's like, wait, did we just watch somebody die in the ring? Because <laughs> <laughs> he hit the hard reset. Can, uh, Keanu, did you watch that clip? I didn't watch that clip of that. It was like yeah, we'll see your reaction. Right it's, now. Like, it's like it's your most right, recent last- one, right? It's the last thing I put in. Yeah, the last one that she sent. So I got to fucking add to so keep on uh, talking. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. Like I said, really I, lo- fast, I love so. I, I love boxing, and I can't wait for America to return to its love affair with boxing because right. it's uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and and the thing was, this was right when Pacquiao was coming back. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, the world famous Mexican right straight. What the fuck? Yeah, he was shut down. He he was down for like four minutes after yeah. that. He and then and then they, they kept showing his wife. I'm like, God, don't do this. <laughs> oh my God, poor lady. Look, but you want to know? We want to the best part of that whole story was was Pacquiao's mom went in afterwards, like after the fight. They asked him, How, "Why do you think he lost?" And she was like, "Because he started getting into music and celebrities stopped believing in Jesus, stopped going to church." <laughs> <laughs> Like that was her reasoning, because like, he lost God, and then all of a sudden he became super religious again, and then he started winning again. Yeah. Oh, by, by, by the way, I, I just think he, I, I just don't think he was focused enough. But uh, click on that. That is my favorite meme to come out of that. I redirect. Uh, okay. I love this picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Filipino, but even that's funny. <laughs> Minnie, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah, for those of you that can't see the picture, of course, it's it's a, a picture of uh, Michael Jackson leaning over Pacquiao, going, "Manny, are you okay? Are you okay, Manny?" <laughs> All right, so before we transition, uh, who do we have for Cotto and Canelo? 
I don't think you have to ask me or Sam. So, I mean, hmm. America, that's the real winner of that fight. <laughs> no, Mexico's the real winner of that fight. Right, Mexico. Didn't Mexico promote uh, the one of the fights, right? I think it was Canelo Mayweather. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it was, I believe it actually... It sponsored I, by Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to think because yeah, yeah. There was a recent. There was a recent fight, and I'm there. Was, yeah, there was a Mayweather fight. I actually want to say, uh, no, no. Uh, the Pacquiao, the Pacquiao Mayweather fight was sponsored by Mexico. Sponsored by Mexico. Yeah, because like, like if you lived in Mexico, you got that fight for free. Free. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that fight was brought that's, to that's, you. That's slim action right there, man. Which Fuck is what it, I'll just buy like, it. I'll because like they they actually. Like they played the United States national anthem, the Filipino ma- national anthem, and the Mexican national anthem for whatever reason. <laughs> Even though there weren't a lot of Mexicans on the card, <laughs> right? There was like two, one. Yeah, it was, was the one. best fight that night. It was yeah, like, it was. It was like the first fighter, right? Right, the second fight where they were just going at it. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was awesome. So I, obviously, I, I got I'm Canelo. I'm, we've been I've been Team Canelo for a long time. Uh, right, I got the, I got the headband. There's no going back. For me, uh, right, it's like. Uh, all I right. gotta go Canelo. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I gotta go Canelo too. I mean, he's he's got the reach. He's got is a he, he's is a yeah. He's he's got the reach. I mean, we're going with two guys that are the pretty much the same age. Yeah, I mean, and very similar records. Both have tasted defeat. They've got very close to the similar knockout knockouts. Both orthodox. The thing that might be in Cotto's favor here is Cotto has a bit of a weight advantage. But neither, but Canelo, I feel like is just a fiercer <laughs> fighter and is go and is a uh, he's going to go hard because uh, there's a different there's a here's the thing I don't think Cotto is going to be able to make Alvarez make a mistake. If Alvarez makes a mistake, Cotto's got this. I don't feel like Alvarez is I don't feel like Alvarez is going to make a mistake. I no, all right then. With that. I can see what you mean. Yeah, because I mean, that's Cotto's thing. Is Cotto waits for an opening. Canelo patient, doesn't yeah. give you an opening. And what are the actual what are the actual odds? I'm gonna look that up real quick. Let's see. Canelo Cotto odds. Let's see. The uh let's see. The odds for the fight is uh okay, Alvarez is favored over Cotto. Well, they haven't played it safe with the way the car looks, that's for sure. What? <laughs> what? It's like sorry, I didn't realize there was an ad on that page. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so that's where we're going on that. Uh, in the, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's I'm, all I I'm just gonna. Say yeah, about that. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna briefly go into the world of the NBA and say that right now the Warriors are on fire, 11 and 0. So they're in. They're uh, about an eighth of the way through the season, a little <laughs> over an eighth of the way through the season, and uh, they're holding it. They're keeping it solid. Uh, all I have to say about NBA is uh, <laughs> Steph Curry's good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all i gotta say I, i've been watching a few warriors games i'm not a warriors fan i'm a lakers fan um in basketball, that's just honestly, not fun that's just not fun to watch anymore it's just not fun that's to watch great. anymore I, I got to see my dynasty now i'm just kind of watching the warriors do their thing and that guy's like man so you can just literally just hand in the ball he can not even look and shoot it and the ball's gonna go in right he's fucking He's goddamn John Stockton in NBA Jam. Like any point, <laughs> any point in the fucking, as long as you pass midcourt, let it go. He's gonna hit it. <laughs> Speaking of, that's actually what I'm playing here on the podcast. Is I'm playing NBA Jam. Heaven forbid, if he beca- if he became more of a, if he became a better assist uh, type of dude, it would be insane to watch him. 
Like, he would be just be like, hey, look, it's a more athletic John Stockton because he can pull up jumpers from anywhere. And then they called John, John Stockton, he was the mailman, right? Yep. Because he delivered everything on time. No, 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 Carl Malone was, Carl Malone was the mailman. Never mind. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Where are my where are my <laughs> kings in the West? My kings are at a solid number 12 with a, a conference record of 1-7. and seven. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're at four wins and seven losses because, you know, Sacramento. But we're doing better than the Pelicans. <laughs> and, and, I think I'm doing better than the Pelicans. And, 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 and we're doing better than the Lakers. Which Sammy's is, fantasy league in the NFL is doing better than the Pelicans. <laughs> 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 it's like, it like, for the Kings, because uh, like I say, you know, I grew up in Sacramento. We're doing better than the Lakers, so that's our bit of solace there. Man. <laughs> the Lakers are 2-9 and nine right now. So Lakers. I mean, you could be Philadelphia 0-11, so, you know, that's a thing. Uh, the 76ers? Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, they, 0-11. they've got a perfect record. <laughs> They're perfect golfers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, can we go back to the early 2000s when all our teams are good? Can we go back to when Allen Iverson was playing, Kobe Bryant was in his prime, you know, Shaq... <laughs> When when, 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 Chris, when, uh, <laughs> when Sacramento was fronting with Chris Webber, Vlade Divac, Pedro Bishy. Stojakovic. Can we get those Euro guys back? Right. <laughs> I, uh, I, a lot of people don't didn't like the guy when he was playing. Dude. I fucking loved Allen Iverson, man. Oh. <laughs> that dude was... I used to watch that guy be like, man, he could talk all the shit he wants. He is good. I don't he even back shit. it up. Couldn't my, if, my he was, if he was... Three inches taller. There would, be no, there would be no talk about LeBron or anything like that. It would be Allen Iverson and Jordan, Kobe and Jordan. He was fucking amazing to watch, but he was like two feet tall. So, see, my favorite, my favorite thing about Allen Iverson is that everything that he was wearing was like the style for that like four, four or five years. He was really good. So he wore big old baggy like down to your shins shorts and Basketball socks shorts. up to your thigh. You were wearing that. If you wore a headband, you were wearing that. If you were a half sleeve, you were wearing that. If you had a, a wristband, no, no, the, the finger sleeve. Yeah, the finger <laughs> yeah. sleeve. If you have finger sleeves, the the what was it? What'd you say, uh, Keanu? If you had cornrows, cornrows. He tried cornrows for a couple years. What's like, that on? How many of you had a pair of AIs? You, you mean were they called AIs or were they called I threes? Uh, the first one's called AIs. The one with the plastic on the front. You know what I'm talking about, right? No, nope. yeah, no, I didn't. God. But I wanted to uh, see. See, I'm not that black. That is true. <laughs> I had too many black friends in football, and would be like, "You can't wear those. Get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> My cornbread was good enough for them. For the full story, go to the Fantastic Voyage. Exactly. I didn't just say that to be racist. Yeah, the I. Yeah, the I3s, that's the one that everybody had. Oh, my God. Oh, man, it's taking me back. I had this exact pair, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the nostalgia, people, on just What's that? Yeah, it's like, like I said, the thing that got me out of basketball was the Kings getting fucked out of a champ. Was the Kings getting fucked out of a championship. Cry about it, don't you? Right? Oh, damn. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Gary, just remember, tuck roll, tuck roll, tuck roll. <laughs> That's ours, okay? That's ours. <laughs> it's a 9-11 conspiracy, and I'm sticking to it. The Kobe oh. moon boots? The Kobe ones? Anyway. But yeah, Alan Iverson, Successful can if, I he was, if he was like three inches taller, he'd been the great, one of the greatest to ever, ever played the game. And I loved watching him. I love, I'm happy I got to watch him play. Mm-hmm. And then in the Sixers-Lakers uh, championship series, um, he essentially willed the Sixers to win that game one. 
And then uh, the Lakers put Javon Lue on him, someone who was actually just fast enough to run around with them. They didn't yeah. have to play defense on him, just run around with them. <laughs> and then the Lakers fixed uh, Phil Jackson like had that one player on all our teams, that one player that shut down that one guy on the other team. It was fucking weird for those three years. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Yeah, is yeah. Uh, Phil Jackson, what's he doing now? Is he coaching anyone anymore? <coughs> he's with the Sixers, ain't he? Phil Jackson. Yeah, he's like he owns part of the you know he owns the Knicks or some shit like that. He's yeah, gen- you, 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 you know, one of my favorite things is in uh, basketball. Sex. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like sex? But one of my favorite things is that Michael Jordan had to stop like playing pickup games with the team he owns because it was demoralizing to. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. The Wizards. No, no, the uh, not not uh, Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. Part of the Hornets. Part of the Hornets. He played one on ones and (laughs) two on ones against people for the Hornets, and they were like, "Man, I don't even want to play basketball." Doing this professionally, <laughs> I can't even beat this forty-something-year-old man. It's like trying to cover Jerry Rice ever. It's like, oh, no, can we stop? Hey, can we go to football? Can we transition to football? <laughs> sure, let's transition. I, to football. I got a bone to pick with McDonald's. Oh God! Why they brought back the McRib? <coughs> fuck the McRib! It <laughs> is sacrilegious. Oh God! For me to see it every time oh. I see the commercial, <laughs> it makes me feel so fucking dirty. Jerry Rice in a Cowboys jersey is fucking sacrilegious. It is disgusting. No, I will take it the other step forward and saying that Ditka in a Packer sweater. Yes. When there is literally a legendary SNL sketch talking about the Bears and Ditka. Yeah, Mike Ditka's gad. Who'd win in a fight, Mike Ditka or Gad? Trick question, Ditka. Mike Ditka is Gad. Bears. <laughs> Ditka. But it, it is, you're right, it is sacrilege. Dude, Although, you're a Niners fan. How does that make you feel seeing Jerry in the Cowboys? Oh, my God. Por qué? Like, I was like, I, I don't <laughs> know. Hold on a second. Like, hold on a second. You know what, get, you know what it makes me do? It makes me like Mexican soap operas. Jerry. Con Por qué? Egg, con egg. Por qué? Like Sam, imagine seeing Tim Brown in a Broncos jersey. I think I'd have to shoot myself in the gun. Right? Like this doesn't make like I would no like like honestly like I would take down like I have a signed picture of Tim Brown. I have a jersey of his. I would literally throw it in the trash if I saw him do one of those commercials. I say, you know what? You're, you I guess people can buy your loyalty because you. <laughs> You've betrayed everything that I hold near like, and dear to how my heart. Much you, how much do you want to bet they probably came with them? Like, hey, hey, Tim, we got this X amount of money. You just got to do this commercial. I got to wear what? Hell no. Do you know who a team I played for? No, 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 no. no, all it would be is, you want me to wear what? Click. Like, that's it. He wouldn't even be like, nope. <laughs> that's a mystery. All right. It's like Randall Cunningham. Oh, God. Wearing a Giants uniform. Uh, I just. Ricky, I, Wa- Ricky Waters wearing a Giants uniform. Stop. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just, just don't. Just don't. In a Cowboys jersey. Oh Fuck my god. Cow- <sighs> <sighs> yeah. No. Seriously. Like Bad. seriously. Honestly. Uh. Honestly. I would consider watching hardcore pornography with my parents next to me before <laughs> I had to watch the commercials. <laughs> Up the like, with my arms around both of them. Like we're watching this. We're watching this. No, we're not watching Jerry Rice do this to himself or Ditka do this to himself. Ditka, like Ditka, he's a coach. He's he's a lot older. I mean, and then with the Niners, it's like you guys are already having a tough season, and then they have a commercial like this come out, it's like kicking you it's in the nuts. Like, 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 like ah, blah, it makes you feel dirty. 
Or just even the other way around. Like if Elway was in a Raiders jersey, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my goddamn Yo, jersey. Get off, stupid. <laughs> How could you do that? I don't know. Like, seriously. Like, How much money have, did he get? I hope you, Jerry needed the money. Do you have no shame? Do you have no shame? Like, like, dude, I actually, like, honestly. The Raiders I, traded Marcus Allen to the Chiefs. Everybody hated Marcus Allen. And he was still playing. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like low-key, low-key, guys, I don't, I don't ever, like, ever heartily admit this, like, out loud. But, like, I usually like being a man of my word and a man of my bets and stuff. But I bet uh, wearing the jersey of a Raiders Chargers thing and, I, and, the, and the Raiders lost. I didn't wear that jersey. I don't care. Who, I, I didn't wear that jersey. I was never going to do that. I can't, I can't let powder blue touch the skin. This is stupid. Yeah. Like, like, I couldn't. Like, people are like, you should switch teams. Like, during the times the Raiders were terrible, like, why don't you switch teams? Oh, the first response was because I'm not a little bitch. And that's why. And the, the second reason was like, <laughs> you take your lumps. I was like, that. okay. I was like, okay. Let me go down. Let me go down the list. Do I want to be a Browns fan? <laughs> Stupid uniforms. Okay. <laughs> Bengals even stupider. Chiefs. Ugh. Cowboys. No. Uh, Niners. No. Broncos. No. Uh, Ravens. Purple. Really? Like I, you could go through every other team. And they're not they're not in Jacksonville. <laughs> they're not as cool as nothing is ever going to be as timeless or as cool as the black and silver. And anybody wearing that uniform that didn't deserve it, whether it be fans, whether it be players, <coughs> heads got to roll. Like I told you about the one guy I almost punched in the face because he was wearing a Raider hat. I said, hey, man, hey, we're not doing all we're doing all right this season. huh?" He goes, I don't watch football. I just like wearing the hat. I almost punched that guy legitly in the face. If I wasn't on security duty, I would have punched them in the face. And that's my story. And that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. But, I mean, that'd be like me wearing an L.A. Kings jersey. You're not going to get me to do it. Like, I had one perk on the Bernie journey that I filmed. One of the perks, like, if someone would have donated six, uh, if somebody would have donated $636, they would have been able to make uh, me have to (coughs) talk, basically glorify the L.A. Kings and... uh, Ooh. And wear their jersey on camera for for the record of posterity. Down. I mean, that's currently my situation now with Jen. I'm just hoping that uh, my team doesn't, you know, blow it when they face the fucking Lions on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let, we, uh, let's talk about the Lions, shall we? Because hold, yeah. hold on, hold on, real quick. <laughs> last, so last thing, last thing, last thing on that thread. The last thing, Gerg. How much? How much money would it take for you to wear a Broncos jersey? Uh, same thing for you, Keanu, with the uh, Giants. And an Eli Manning jersey just for, for shits and giggles. And then um and Felix, you're a Niner fan, so that would be I'm more of a Sharks fan though, so Remember Yeah, so... it'd be Sharks or Kings or uh, go ducks. He probably hates the ducks. So then Anaheim ducks. ducks. Yeah. It's like yeah, but it was like the key I hate the Kings more than the Ducks, but uh yeah, I would not want to wear either one of those teams. No, but how much money would it take? Like, what would be your minimum asking price? Legit. Like, if my, someone's, like, legit, cash in hand, uh, what would it, it take you to wear a Broncos jersey, Gerg? How long do I have to wear the jersey? And is, yeah. it, at, is it at a game? <laughs> and is it at a game, or is it just for at a game? Okay, fine. At a game. Ooh. Ooh, home okay. game for f- home game for your team. Home oh. game for dude. Are you are you kidding me? My oh, team fucking booed Santa Claus. Okay, <laughs> we had Eagles court. That being said, you're not even playing the team in the uniform. Like it's a completely different uh, game. Innocuously, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like right, to, to make this even more like actually realistic. I hate the Chargers more than any other team in our division. Okay, so, uh, so the powder blue, the powder specifically, specifically Philip Rivers. So a Philip Rivers. 
powder blue jersey. What's your asking price? There is no price that I would do that for. It would be in like in some insane amount, like billions of dollars. Like for for, for that for, for me, I I'd, you know for me, I'll give a solid answer of like. 40k enough to have my debt and enough to cover my debt and you know be solid for a year on like housing and shit i mean for the giants i would wouldn't go that high just because the fact is i i hate the cowboys more than the giants like you know i i kind of like i'm just like jersey no not a tony romo i don't care about fucking tony romo he's a crybaby the one it would be michael irvin oh my god fuck you okay yeah yeah i do see Fuck I know you. football enough to be like, who's the who's the guys that fuck the Eagles enough? <laughs> Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman, it would have to be either one of them. Yeah, like, oh for, my God. like you would have to give me like a billion fucking dollars, yeah, like a billionaire would, oil money. Like, just to say, just to say that five hundred million dollars to get me like it would be an insane amount of money to wear a Philip Rivers jersey in powder. in the black hole. Oh, in the Chiefs black hole. Some shit? Uh, by the way, by the way, in the black hole, you would need to be, you would need to cover your medical bills. So, because <laughs> uh, nah, there are there are no cra- lie, no lie, you'd straight. I would straight up just have to be like, hey, bro, I'm doing this. I lost a bet. After I after this pans out, I'm buying every. Give me everybody's emails. Give me your numbers. I'm taking everybody out. I'm buying season tickets for the next like ten years for everybody here. So I'm. This is taking a dive right here. Hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I seen somebody get their Ladanian Thompson jersey ripped off of them. Oh my god! In the, in the black hole, like it was, it was those the twelve past twelve years have been pretty rough, man. And there's a lot of crazy drunk people there. <laughs> and I mean, come on now, we're you know Philadelphia fighting between Irish and Italians, and they love to get out a uh, drunk and they love to fight. So I was feel to be a brother between that fight. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered that. <laughs> To be a brother because Irish and Italians are fighting each other just because they're Irish and Italians. Yeah. Like, if you look at the two cultures, like, they're Catholic. They like, they're very family oriented. They got, they're, they like they food. They like food. They're very, like, there's like so, they're so similar. It's like, why are you fighting? Like fighting the mirror, honestly. <laughs> yes. One likes baguettes and one likes freaking, uh, what was the other thing? Did you say baguettes? Yes, it's French food. <laughs> it's Italian? Yeah, it's French. Italian and Irish. Baguettes are Italian. Baguettes are French. Baguettes are French. Baguettes are French. I pray for Paris. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and potatoes. That's the difference. The salami and potatoes. <laughs> but uh, okay, so that's what I call my. That's what I call my dick and balls. Actually, let so, him answer. How's it feel to be a brother in that situation? Because I know there's a lot of brothers in that. So it's just kind of like. Oh, look at them doing their crazy thing. Exactly. I just sit there and fucking laugh when I see the two people fight <laughs> and whatnot. Like, <laughs> it's just a loud, like, it's just all you hear is just like, you know, like in the cartoons, the freaking cloud appears when two people fight and everything else. <laughs> That's what I, like, what I yeah. fucking see when two cartoon, people fight. Cartoon fight. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, you'd have to pay me a fucking like billion dollars to get uh, give me wear a Dallas Cowboys jersey. Giants, I have to say though, like at one point I hated them, but then I started fucking respecting them. Like I respect Eli. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I have a bone to pick with freaking Eli Manning. I, I have a bone to pick with Eli Manning because oh my god, I missed most of football this Sunday, but. <laughs> Oh my God, Eli! Eli! Same, Eli! Same here. I missed a lot of football this week uh, due to a family situation. But when I was uh, when I had a little bit of time, I turned on the game and saw that the the Giants were actually winning against the Patriots, and I was like, yeah. Then you know, for the first time, I was like, I was happier for the Giants, and I was like, yeah. Just as long as Tom Brady loses, just as long as Tom Brady fucking loses, and then the fourth quarter happened. 
and there were just like three fucking uh, lead changes, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Someone told Eli this was a game. <laughs> Why did you do that? What? It's a game? <laughs> I thought this was a picnic. They told me that there's a picnic afterwards, and, 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 and Tom wasn't invited. Cause he's mean. Oh my god! But he like def- he deflates all the balls in the real style. You can't kick a ball when it's deflated. Like why would you even do that? I don't even understand. Like, is it, like I beat him all the time, but then I just started deflating the balls, and then it's I just is it is it pain? Is it pain? Didn't do good either. Uh, I'm now, now, see, my Eli's starting to sound like the guy from uh, Breaking Bad, the son. <laughs> when you, you just die already. And then you make breakfast because it's Raisin Bran Crunch, not just Raisin Bran Mom. <laughs> it also has a little bit, a little bit of Homestar Runner in there as well. So. I just realized that my that my Eli Manning voice is Homestar Runner. And Walter Jr. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. But Uh, that's the thing, though. It's like the fucking Giants had this one. So are we officially getting into it, Felix? We're we're officially getting into the football section. All right. So, like I said, I was missing it, but I was watching all the updates and stuff. And I was like, Eli's doing it again, baby. The (laughs) Patriot Killer, they call him. And I just saw the fourth quarter, and and I just remember looking. I was like, oh, they got this. And then catching the final score, I was like, Patriots kickers have saved. (laughs) By the way, a a 54-yard kick. I mean, Janikowski can do that in in his sleep. I mean, the thing is, this the drive to fucking, like, you know, field goal range, which even wasn't field goal range. It was more like... The defense was gassed on uh, New York, and they just kept driving the fucking ball. That I have to say, though, that one interception that turned out to be fucking incomplete pass, that kind of pissed me off. But, um, like, because the game would have been over if he caught that. Like, the game would have been completely fucking over. All they had, to, and, like, the Patriots were out all of the high mounts and everything else. If they caught that interception, all you had to do was kneel, and then it will be over. But doesn't go that fucking way. And then all of a sudden, Goskowski with his, you know, magnetic foot of doom decides to just kick a fucking ball. And it looked like it wasn't even going to go into the fucking post. That's the best part. It's like, it looked, it was like this fucking close. I wouldn't call that the best part. Uh, (laughs) Okay, yeah, the worst part. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm mad, all right? It was this fucking close from going out. And then it just happens to teeter right back into the goddamn uh, post making it good. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. One goddamn point. That's the second team that I was actually rooting for of the 10 on this uh, Sunday who lost by one fucking point. Yeah, I know. Ugh, I hate the Patriots so much. I just hate oh, my and, and hatred the- in my soul. Like, we talked on our podcast uh, yesterday about um, – or two days ago, whatever happened. Or yesterday about um, the Paris attacks, right? It's going to be a long stretch. We talked about the Paris attacks. We talked about just hatred for people in the world. And like, you know, you, people are hating Muslims. Like, you shouldn't do that. And people are like, oh, kill a whole area. It's like, you shouldn't do that. And, and my brother made a good point on the podcast. He's like, you know what? It takes too much energy to hate anybody. Like, why would you hate your fellow man? There's no point to it. Why are you caring about hating your your fellow man? You know, 
But um, with that said, I fucking hate the Patriots, man. Like, I just, ah, <laughs> uh, like, there's just, they're a bunch of cheaters. They're from Boston. And we all know Boston people other than Scott from Boston is one guy that's good out of Boston. But, and, and my girl May, who's from Texas, but she's living in, in Boston. There's only two people I know out of Boston that are any good. Otherwise, they're a bunch of people who think they're hot shit. They think they invented a declaration of independence. They think that they did all this cool stuff and they killed all the Indians. And you know what? I hate them. I hate every Bostonian. That's right. All of our listeners from Boston, stop listening to the Mexicans. You're not welcome. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know why? Because you're like, yeah, the Celtics are awesome. And uh, we all sound like the Fonz and Tom Brady's the greatest ever. And it's like Tom Brady is the greatest dump passer of all time. He's the greatest slant thrower and, and greatest at selling Uggs. Like that's about all. And he's going to be... And he's a cheater, and Belichick's a cheater, and and Belichick has no class, and I hate the Patriots so much, and I just don't like them, and they make me feel bad things, and they make me think evil thoughts, and and I don't I like. I think the NFL will be better without the Patriots in it. I'll, I'll just, let's put it this way: Remember how we say like the Raiders, the NFL is more fun when the Raiders are winning. Mm-hmm. Hasn't that been the case the last few weeks? Like you start looking at the playoff, playoff stands, and it's like, oh man. Uh, the Steelers are going to go into Oakland. Like, when's the last time you said, oh, man, the Steelers are going to Oakland. They're going to have a battle for playoffs. Like, yeah, true. That, that epic, you know? And then you get, like, it, Cincinnati's been great this entire year. And who cares? Nobody cares about Cincinnati being good. Nobody gives a shit. Like, well, they're no longer undefeated, so, you know. Yeah. yeah and so the Texans uh, are surprised. Yeah, to, to the Texans of all people. Right. Like, the, te- the Texans' defense <laughs> finally woke up. I just don't know anymore. Like, this is why I said when we started the fucking thing, it was a lot of goddamn, uh, like, surprises. Surprisers. Well, like that that week two of the NFL, if you remember that week two, we're like, I think Vegas lost a lot of money on every upset. Oh, yeah. This this year has been nothing but upsets and just, like, plain bullshit happening. Teams losing by one point, people getting injured at the wrong fucking time, and now all of a sudden we got this shit here where – Going back, you know, with, with the Patriots game and the Giants game, we had one Manning do so well and still lose. And then we on the other side of the Manning uh, dynasty here, we have uh, <clears throat> Peyton and uh, his seller performance. <laughs> yeah. Hey, part of me, I don't know, a lot of me, it's sad to see happen. Um, it has to happen eventually, though. It just it has to happen eventually. Not like that. Not like this. Like, not like that. This is the equivalent of taking your your, <laughs> your dog out to the woods and put, with a shotgun. <laughs> exactly. Your old yeller and Peyton Manning right now. No, no, no. It's not even in the back in the, in the back of the head. It's like we're gonna shoot you in the foot, <laughs> and you're gonna die from that festering wound that happens after you stop bleeding. Like, yeah, like, uh-huh. it, it, like it's hard a lot because I, I I work with kids. And they're like, oh, Peyton Manning sucks. And I want to turn around and be like, shut your little whore mouth. <laughs> you say that about Peyton Manning. But then when you look at it, it's just like, oh. Well, no, it's because this kid doesn't know any better. Like, he didn't see Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne, like, terrorize everybody. And yeah, he didn't. He doesn't understand that the, the stadium that the Colts are in is there because of Peyton Manning. Like, he didn't see the glorious Super Bowl win against the one, the only sexy Rexy Grossman. Hey. <laughs> Don't talk shit about Saxon. <laughs> you know, whose first play in that Super Bowl was a fumble. I want everybody to remember that. Anyway, yeah, if we're so, it into a safety. Yeah, and well, that was against the that was against the Seahawks. I was talking about in uh, oh, okay. six. And so it's hard for me to watch Peyton Manning go, but a, a huge part of me is like, fucking finally. Because, <laughs> 
now the stranglehold the Broncos have had on the AFC West is now going to go away. Unless this is like a fucking New England thing where Osweiler is going to be the next like fucking Tom Brady. Because everybody remembers Drew Bledsoe, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was New England's quarterback, and then he got hurt. And then, oh, Tom Brady, who the fuck is it? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bledsoe went to the Cowboys and was like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. And then what happened? He got, you know, replaced by Tony Romo. Tony Romo! Antonio Romo! Who yeah. everybody says that is, like, the best quarterback, but I honestly just don't see it. But. Okay, so, speaking of, like, of other games, like I said, Texans with Bengals, that was a surprise, and also one of the most boring games on Monday Night Football. All the, like, Monday? Sorry. Monday's oh. been sucking this month. All I the just, Monday and Sunday night games have just season. been, like, I mean, not Sunday night, and Thursday night games have been, I think Thursday night football should be out. Like, they shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh. We had the Cardinals beat the Seahawks at home. That was awesome. The uh, Chiefs beat the Broncos with Manning getting benched. Oh, my God. After breaking Again, the record. Just like, how the hell do you break a world like the record? Not the world record, but how do you break a record and get benched the same game? Yeah, like, Brett Favre congratulated him. Yeah. In, like, he was, like, a tree in, a, in the woods. He was like in a tree in the woods. He was hunting. Like a pedophile. It was kind of weird. Yeah, and he was like, like hunting. Like, and he was like, good dog, good dog, good dog, And I was like, what the I, fuck, bro? No, no, You've been sleeping for too long, man. You got a country thing out of it. I got more of like a creep, like, hey, Peyton. Uh, you He's hunting. Oh, man. He ain't uh, loud. I swear to God, if you take any more of my records, I will slit your throat. Rambo style. Jeez. All of a sudden, I'm Batman. I will come out of retirement and throw 500 more yards, you son of a bitch. Part of me, part of me wants to see him do that. Sponsored by Levi's. <laughs> he was hunting. I understood why he was so quiet. <laughs> Here you go, pay me. Congratulations. All right, well, congratulations. So, so kind of to finish this off. What is your favorite Peyton Manning commercial? Because he's not going to get many more of them after this. Uh, doesn't he own a shit ton of Papa John's? Yeah. And Nationwide? Or he's like he's the spokesperson for Nationwide now? Right, right, right. But like I'm talking about historically. You guys remember some of those ones, man. Like, oh, man. I'll start with mine. Mine was like early on in his career when he was with Indianapolis. <laughs> and I was still like watching cartoons and stuff. And it was a Gatorade commercial for Peyton Manning action toy. And actually, uh, <laughs> it would be... It would be it would be kind of remiss to to explain what it is and then not have the theme song with it. So uh, essentially, the gist is this kid's like, it's your birthday party. What did you get? He opens up this big-ass box, and it's Peyton Manning as an action figure. <laughs> and so they start um, singing a song about how Peyton – like it's like a pretty much a promo for like a live-action toy that throws you the football as your personal quarterback. So oh Peyton Manning's God. like going, and he's like throwing the ball, and the kids are having fun, and he gets all tired and he's like, oh, He's out of batteries. Just give him some Gatorade, and then they uh, <laughs> and they give him some Gatorade. And he starts throwing stuff. But uh, hold on, let me look up this thing. Uh, <laughs> I have never my, seen my, this fucking commercial. My, I, I remember. I, I like the one where he did with Eli and the, with the Oreo ones. Yeah, that was gonna, that was gonna be the Oreo one I was gonna do. The yeah. the Oreo like the Oreo bowl. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, hold on. I'll send you guys the link, and uh, I'll have uh, I'll have Felix uh, sync the audio because it is. It is fantastic. It is fantastic. Gatorade, Peyton Manning, um, action toy. So, what are the games? Uh, the the a, a big one this week because I know a lot of people in the uh, alleged city of Detroit that uh, <laughs> <laughs> the alleged the fabled city of Detroit <laughs> the, the, the lost the lost city of Detroit. But uh, 
I sent you the link. All right, I'll take I'll take a look at that. But uh, Detroit beat the Packers. Uh, a A Ron Rodgers is like crumbling now. But uh, Detroit beat the Packers at in Lambeau Field for the first time in 24 years. Like my old boss was messaging me that right after that happened. <sighs> you know that that just sucks. I mean, but I mean we're no we're no different from each other. I mean my fucking game, goddamn Eagles. I've only I think they've only played the Dolphins. This will be their thirteenth or fourteenth fucking time ever playing them, and we fucking lost by one point. <laughs> and uh, I'm so I am disappointed beyond like. I mean, look, anything. The franchise. Ha- <laughs> franchise has returned. Fucking butt fumble has returned. Franchise has returned. <laughs> butt fumble. Butt fumble. I love the butt fumble. Butt fumble is one of my favorite plays of all time. You don't get too many Latinos that like in huge roles. Finally get one, and he fucking sucks balls. I'm like, God damn it! Why can't you be like all the other Latinos I played that are good? No, we get one quarterback and he's fucking horrible. I was like, God, fuck. Never mind. Up. Hold on. Gary, you know you missed this, but <laughs> you know how much I love butt fumble? Oh, my God. I did, love did, butt did, fumble. Well, isn't that the only video to Even ever be retired? Re- no, hold on. Isn't I love butt fumble. Oh, go what, Felix? I was saying, isn't that the only video to ever be retired from not top 10? <laughs> yeah. It was, right. it was on for so long. Like. <laughs> but here, this is how much I love butt fumble. Gary, you just missed the point where I went off on how my brother was talking about you know, world peace and not hating your fellow man, but me hating the Patriots. The yeah. Patriots were the perpetrators of butt fumble. They scored a touchdown in cause of that. And I still love butt fumble. I'm watching it right now. And, okay. And let me just relay it to you once more in case you haven't seen it. He goes and he drops back, misses, misses the running back entirely, decides, all right, I'm going to run it up the middle. And then runs into number 65's fat ass. <laughs> gets, somehow gets the lowest butt. Fumbles the ball. And it's returned for a touchdown. Yeah, but uh, it's, I, it's just uh, it's like the greatest comedy of errors ever. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that uh, 2005 Gatorade commercial real quick. Uh-huh. So in three, Greatest two, theme song. Ever. One. Hey, he's broken. Oh, it says you gotta keep him hydrated. <laughs> so, 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 so. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Like, what did you want Peyton Manning as your personal quarterback? Like, you have all your friends, your cousins. Like, all right, Peyton Manning, your quarterback forever. Okay, so I'm, I'm just rewatching Butt Fumble. <laughs> look, look at Mark Sanchez's reaction. He's like, what? When he, when he, when the guy picks up the ball. So I'm gonna send you, send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, just look at Mark Sanchez's reaction when he sees the oh, guy no. pick up the ball. Oh, no. By the way, slow-mo camera operator has to be one of the f- best jobs in the NFL. <laughs> look at his reaction when he sees the guy pick up the ball. Let's see. Pink. Boom. Fumbled ball on the ground. 
Oh, oh shit! The, oh my god! <laughs> he puts his, Why he puts God? His, he puts his face directly into the turf. I still don't, I just, never show his face again. <laughs> I still have no idea how that angle's even possible. Like, what route was he trying to run? Right? <laughs> and how low was he running? Shit. That's what I was saying. Oh my god! Oh, just, what's oh, funny I is just, there's a, there's a I'm, video there's a YouTube there's a video if you, uh, there's a YouTube video by uh, this person Laserbeam Laser spelled L A Z A R. Where he's in Madden trying to recreate the butt fumble. He's trying oh, to see if he can recreate that in Madden. I love the fact that the video I'm looking of the butt fumble was just uploaded about uh, three weeks ago. And <laughs> it's still in the fucking top ten worst plays of the NFL. It has to be. It has to be. Okay, okay. You're talking from the NFL YouTube page. Hold on, you're you're talking about millionaires, okay? Millionaires playing a sport at a professional level, the the cream of the crop, the most physically able and and intellectually able people at this job, and you miss an assignment, and then your your next thought is, I should run, (laughs) but not have any bearing as to where you're running, or of where the ball is. And so you run immediately into the back of somebody <laughs> who is wearing the same uniform as you. Now, I don't know how long you've ever played football, if you guys ever played football. You know, you're not supposed to run to the people that wear the same uniform as you. And not only that, run into them with such force <laughs> that so you much drop force. the ball yourself. So much force, like he had to eat the booty like groceries. All right, so yeah. So, so, <laughs> like, so, seriously, if he didn't have a face mask, he would have had assault charges on his all right. <laughs> Again. So, so the uh so the guy was able to looks like he was able to create recreate the uh butt fumble in in uh Matt in Madden after thirty-six attempts. So you mean to tell me he sat there for thirty thirty-five times and on the thirty-sixth try he was like well, I'm gonna get this. The video? Shit. Uh it's called Can I Recreate the Butt Fumble? It's a Madden NFL challenge. Can I uh, uh, hold on a second. Wow. Yeah, I got it right here. <laughs> can I recreate the Odell catch? No, you can't. No, God, I don't think God can. <laughs> can you recreate the Des Bryant catch? Yes, because he just caught it. That Eagles game against uh, the Cowboys just two weeks ago, where Des just reached up and just grabbed that shit. You explain to me how you can recreate that bitch. <clears throat> oh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> like the butt fumble. But, but uh. Yeah, also, we had Dub Bears getting a victory against the Rams. You know, good job, Bears. But uh, the Washington, D.C. football team. What the <laughs> fuck happened to Washington? You mean the Saints? <laughs> he got I... back. Blake Bortles outperformed Drew Brees again. <laughs> uh, man, man. I, think, I think that's another one, too. I think time's running out on my boy Drew. I... It makes me sad. Breezes. But seriously, what the fuck happened? You, you know? like that? That's what happened. Is that was Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh, oh no, wait. Kirk Cousins didn't he say oh, that? Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, Kirk Cousins. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? The most like enunciating and super white way. It was really weird. You enjoyed this. <laughs> Indeed, that has left you satisfied. Like he. <laughs> What's it called? Like Kirk Cousins is one of those guys that sounds like he's gonna be somebody that says somebody's trying to rustle my jimmies. Like he's like a person that's gonna say that, right? Hey, I say you rustle my jimmies. There, but case in point. Oh my god! 
I just, <laughs> what uh, else? What else? Football? Yeah. What else in football? We've got a. Let's see. Yeah. We'll see. We talk about Texans. Carolina's still undefeated. Yeah. Carolina's still undefeated. And the pet Titans were getting pissed off because Cam Newton kept celebrating touchdowns. What's, what's your opinion on that? What's your opinion on that? I have uh, my opinion on that. Uh, okay. If you, if you, if you don't quick. want him, huh? if you don't want him celebrating touchdowns, don't Stop let him them. get a touchdown. Let him score. <laughs> no, see, I have a different opinion. How come everybody who does something, a cool celebration, gets fined for it, but he's over there dancing like an idiot and not coming up with anything creative, and he gets to do it for about 20 minutes without getting a flag? I'm just saying, either let them dance and let everyone dance with Terrell Owens pulling out a Sharpie and signing footballs or pulling out a cell phone, or you make it the No Fun League and you, you cut that shit out. <laughs> Honestly, because it bugs me. And that's the other thing. I mean, maybe it's just the way, I mean, I was brought up. I The people I looked up to were Tim Brown and guys who didn't celebrate. You know, you, you have a job is to score a touchdown. Act like you've been there before. That's me. You know, Tim Brown didn't celebrate. He spiked the ball every 10th time, probably. You know, you didn't see him getting in anybody's face and doing all sorts of celebration. Because you know what's going to happen? Cam Newton's going to get his spine snapped in half one of these days doing one of the <laughs> Superman jumps. And people are going to dance in his face. And it's like... You know, I mean, yeah, you can you, you you can get mad. You know, it's kind of a don't show them you're mad. That was kind of a little chicken shit from them. Like, oh, stop celebrating. Like, that's not their place to say that. Stop them, right? As well, a defense, that's your it, job. It, but one thing, like, if Cam Newton, if he was a running back, do that. It's like, okay, you actually get to hit running backs. You can't hit quarterbacks. That's true. Well, I don't know. He's not. He, he's not old enough to get those calls. <laughs> My I only thing even, is, I don't even see. You, st- you still can't hit quarterbacks. If somebody lays him out. They're gonna get a 15 yard penalty, and then that's non beneficial to to your team. Because the way I was brought but, but, but up, but then again, if your like, team is the Titans, again, yeah, again, it is the Titans, but you still have to play them next year, or somebody else is gonna see that and be like, oh, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shut this dude up. Like if I saw a dude like that when I was playing, if I saw I knew a dude that would be like that, I was like, he, if he, if we let him score, that's our bad. But I'm I'm gonna make him pay, or I'm gonna make somebody that that's important to him pay on the field, like. If I had a quarterback that was doing that, I had shots at quarterback. So I'd be sacking him and then driving my knuckle into his rib and see how he likes that. Be like, keep dancing around, monkey. And I don't mean that because he's black. <laughs> wow. You mean that because I mean, he's African? I mean that because, because that's what you're doing. You're just doing a little show. You could have been a white dude or whatever. Um, like, I, I, I would be out to hurt people. That was just the way I played. Like, I played defense like a mad, crazy person. So maybe don't, don't do that, kids. Don't, don't play football trying to hurt people. I was the originator of the gator roll where you try to tackle somebody around their ankles and then roll so you could roll up on their ankles so they wouldn't have to run the ball anymore. <laughs> I solved the problem. If the guy was too fast for me to catch, as soon as I caught him, I tried to make him so he didn't run anymore. That was my that was my mission. But that's me. And I'm not normal. <laughs> and, and Cam Newton, like, I'm, I'm with Sam. You let people dance? Let people dance. I don't mind people dancing. Let them do their thing. Uh, Lambo has the leap. Oakland has the leap. Cam Newton wants to do his little Superman thing like that. That's fine. Let everybody have their thing. No, but my thing is let everyone do it or yeah, don't let, let anyone do it. Because, yeah, like, I missed, I missed the, the awesome celebrations. Yeah, I missed the bowling, the bowling balls where you just yeah, throw one of your players and everyone falls over. <laughs> I miss Chad Johnson uh, wearing his Hall of Fame jacket, even though he's probably never going to be in the Hall of Fame. True that. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I missed, oh, hold on. I, I, I missed that one. What happened? <laughs> Chad Johnson had a big ass like Hall of Fame looking jacket, and he was like, it had HOF class of, and it said do- like question marks on it. And I was like, Dude, you that, that, that's gonna it. stay question marks for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, like question marks. As in question oh, wait, marks, uh, is, is, question that, is, is that Ocho Cinco? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
See, I say take it even a step, step further. Be like uh, Kenny Stabler and ride a horse onto the field before the game. Yeah. <laughs> Do stuff like that. Like, that is awesome. Make it a show. Right. Because if you can't hit the guys, might as well let a guy ride a, ride a horse onto the field and be like, let's do this. They're, they're, they're two years away from having quarterbacks wear flags. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got it. Got it. Pulled the flag. I'm serious, you guys. Let me get you, Tom. <laughs> God. God damn, that's terrible. Eli, I'm coming for you. Don't come for me. <laughs> I don't want you touching my flags, you're pretty. Help <laughs> me. By the way, by the way, Greg, you were gone while well, you're taking a poop. Well, uh, I said this, but I realized my Eli Manning voice is half Homestar, half Walter Jr. And what was the other half? Oh my god. Well, what's <laughs> the other half? You have two halves. So that's exactly. It. That's how equal it is. <laughs> that's how equal it is. Jesus Christ. I'm, then, sure, but. I'm looking at next week's like schedule for everybody's team, and my yeah, god, it's like, going to be a little boring ass no. week. Like, hey, the Niners didn't lose this week. They played. Sure. <laughs> no, it was a bye week. Bye week. Jesus. Hey, look. Last week the Lions lost during a bye week, or was it last week, or was that the week before? Where the Lions just had like the worst <laughs> bye week possible. Yeah, they, they, they had like a few guys got hurt in practice or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, and, and Tampa Bay won. That was fun. Yeah, the, bu- the Buccaneers won against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, The Rumbleless Cowboys who comes back. The triumphant return of Tony Romo this Sunday. Is it? Is he coming yeah. back? Is he coming back? Yes, they so, can cue up the Globetrotter music, baby. So he's starting against the, to- uh, the Dolphins. They need someone to start against. The- <laughs> All right. Start it up. The Benny Hill music and everything. <laughs> Jesus. Yakety sacks in this mug. But I mean, like, I'm oh, like, by the way, real quick, other thing. What happened to Oakland? Did they does defense decide not to play anymore? Or no, it was um it was every fan pick a position on defense day. Oh, that's right. <laughs> See, I, I, I was watching uh, Elf the musical, or else I would have been tight end, I think. Yeah. Um they were um no they tight gave, ends. They gave no they gave my spot to the kid from Make a Wish. <laughs> yeah, uh, our linebackers were replaced by uh, fans from section uh, 103. Our defensive backs were replaced by people from section 205. Actually, no, it was actually the uh, Alameda Retirement Home because um, <laughs> Charles Woodson was still back there. So. Charles Woodson was still back there. <laughs> <laughs> said this, Best I, he could. <laughs> I said this. Uh, I didn't have a chance to say it last year, but if um, Charles Woodson gets a, a Steelers, he had an opportunity to get a pick. And I'm pretty sure if he would have made that pick, that would have like just let him play in a gold jersey for the rest of the year. Like he doesn't have to wait for the Hall of Fame. Just as soon as he's done playing, just put him in him physically. Like don't even get a bust or anything. Just put him. Do it like do, do, do it like basketball, where where he just has Kareem yeah. Jabbar in a case. Exactly. <laughs> he has to live in Kenton. <laughs> he has to live in Kenton, and he has to like clock in. He's like, I'm about to go stand as a statue. Then he's just gonna be there, like not at the museum status. Making like, uh, was it twenty? No, pick six or picked off, freshly picked off the vine. Fre- picked off the vine, baby. Twenty-four wine. Mm-hmm. That's that's life after football, right there. That's the that's the benefits of living in Alameda County. <laughs> wine. We get Jesus. to be a vineyard and a defensive back. <laughs> you mean a vintner? Yeah, vintner. There you go. Uh, Charles Woodson. And that game, I, like every time I watch the Raiders. Like we do, we do all right, and um, I'm very, I'm very happy with with what I'm seeing. I know we need a lot of work on defense. Like our entire draft should just be cornerback, corner. 
safety, 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 corner, middle linebacker, offensive Ditka, line. Ditka yeah. sausage. It's like, like, like you always know. You always know. You always know a team's gonna have a rough year when you see their first who in their first pick is like right tackle or. <laughs> that's that's when you know a team is actually doing all right when their first pick is a right tackle unless it's like the lions <laughs> it's like you need a lot more than a right tackle you need to running back every year running back every year needs to be running back until you hit the gold mine with barry sanders again pretty much by, by the way speaking of the lions i read this article earlier this week where calvin johnson's kind of like i don't want to be here anymore and he's probably I wouldn't gonna, imagine, and, and he's gonna and he's gonna be up to free agency, I believe, free agency, or he's gonna end his contract, I think. And yeah. they're like, "Well, who's gonna be the best possible suitor for uh, the Lions?" Anybody, they're literally, like, fucking no, anybody. No. They they were like, "Well, okay, the, the salary cap's gonna be it's like a hundred million this next year. Um, who needs who another? Money? Who has that money? And who needs another receiver? Oh, I don't know. Maybe some team in in uh, in the Bay Area. Oh no, not Kaepernick. They need like seven quarterbacks before they can undo it. <laughs> they need an offensive line. They need a draft. Left tackle, right guard, center, left guard, right tackle. Right. <laughs> was, was that the Konami code and tackles? <laughs> left tackle, left tackle, right, select, start tackle. Um, no, but like they're like the Oakland Raiders. They're gonna be. He's gonna ask for a lot of money. He wants to go to a place where he can potentially win. At least put up some big numbers. So you get. I just think of this offense, and I'm like. Who, who, how do you stop all of it? Megatron, Amari Cooper, Crabtree is the third receiver, and then Holmes just throwing blocks for everybody. He's the best blocking receiver in the league. And Derek Carr just like, okay, I have the, I have a couple about two more three two or three more years with this offensive line because they're a little bit older, but they're built like a brick wall. Our center was out when we got he got sacked like four times. Like so, he's got like an invincible offensive line, a running backs that are halfway decent, you know, and and a, and a and a bunch of them. How do you who do you stop first? My my, Meg- my thing. If we get Megatron, it's more like okay, double Megatron. Hey Amari, look who's single covered. Double All the Amari. A hundred years, hundred times. It's like double Amari. Um, I'm just gonna throw the ball up. <laughs> Derek, Derek's gonna be like, oh, is this serious? Just up. All right, throw it up. Let's see if the six six, two hundred and forty pound tight end playing a receiver can come down with it. <laughs> like I just think of that, like because here's the thing: the Raiders have been able to put up points, a lot of points for the first time. How many years? I have to congratulate you. Yeah, like Derek Carr's throwing touchdowns. Just Derek Carr just tries to be a hero when he gets panicked. He's like, "All right, I got to save this by myself." All the time, like Kevin that Hart. Last, that last interception of the game was not his fault. I know, but a lot of times, just like you, you know, you've seen that Kevin Hart skit. All me by myself all day, no help. Oh, hello. Won't like it. You want to go night night, motherfucker? Go night night. That's how Derek Carr gets, and like you can tell because uh, I think the pick with him was it Amari dropped the ball or something. Like somebody dropped the ball. Yeah. I was watching. I was listening to it on the radio, and then like uh, um, Jim Plunkett was like, "Oh, Carr had a few words to say about that." And when you see Carr, Carr's like, "Yeah, I believe in Jesus and uh, uh, like my family, and I'm here every week. I'm the same guy every week." And uh, you know, and when he's on the field, on, you. you Motherfucker! Yeah, he, he, like, he becomes John Gruden all of a sudden, and he's just like, just and like he'll put his hands. You supposed to go the fuck the fuck the fuck? Yeah, man, you remember Rich Cannon? Rich yeah. Cannon used to yell at Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. Yeah, like he was—they're just passionate dudes. Yeah, and then the Raiders. I'm tired. Of, everybody's probably tired of us talking about the Raiders every week. Every day we were talking about our Eagles, and it was like a fresh, a fresh start. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I'm just sitting here playing Tetris. <laughs> and I just lost the Tetris. <laughs> I just lost the Tetris. 
Yeah, this so. is Felix's own one versus Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. We Check, the Check the injury reports. Check the injury reports. Injury reports. Uh, injury reports. Uh, can I be like the Adam Schefter of this? And uh, it looks like from my sources, what I can tell you, very reliable sources, you know, the people I know inside the organization, that there is a minor thumb strain with one of the key players in this in this game. So look that to maybe affect him next week. Uh, Anybody else notice, like, Adam Schefter will always be like, my sources, my really super reliable sources because they're really important and high up. Like, all right, dude, we get it. This is your job. <laughs> Fuck. Hold on. See, no, I get all my news from you about right now. Watch it be like Greg from down the block. <laughs> the bar. guy. See, here's the thing. I get all, my, I get all mine from uh, uh, Bleacher Report. And so it's just this one weird guy who's just kind of awkward and stupid looking and Chris Sims. And so Chris, and Chris Sims loves the Raiders. Chris Sims loves the Raiders. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, Chris Chris Sims like, dude, Raiders are gonna win it. No matter, like, I, I don't think they're gonna win it, but they're gonna win it. So I'm gonna pick the Raiders. Yeah. Like, by, yes. By the way, next next Speaking of uh, Thursday night football, being who gives a shit land? Titans versus Jaguars this week on Thursday. Ah, uh, they're gonna wear. These are the jerseys they're gonna wear. What? <laughs> the color blast. Like, you remember we had to be subjected to that Christmas fucking throw-up last Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> the, color, the colorblind bowl? Because the colorblind bowl? Because colorblind. nobody knew what was going on? No, colorblind people literally couldn't tell the difference. Exactly. Like the same, they were on the same frequency. So, like, our eyes were, like, confused because they were the same level contrasting colors. Where colorblind people were like, this is all equal gray. No one's darker gray. No one's lighter gray. They're all gray. What is happening? Oh my god! The, both their helmets are like white, and then whatever color. So it was just like, and the oh, and the white shots. I had a, I have a buddy who I play Xbox with. Shout out to Prime, um, <coughs> who's colorblind, and he was like, I don't, I can't watch this. What is happening? And I was <laughs> like, What are you talking about? And he's like, Have you seen this? And I look, I'm like, Red, oh, red and green. Oh, <laughs> check it out. Check out the uh, New York Times if you just search. When red bills meet green jets, colorblind fans love. Jesus lost. Christ. So it's all just like a weird half shade of grayish green. <laughs> same color as the field. <laughs> like imagine attempting to watch a game like that. Like at least, oh man, the Raiders are on black and silver. Fucking love this. Oh god, yeah. that is that is hell. That is terrible. And then and how fast ha- the game is played. And, like, and then, and, then like, and, and the jury and even the helmets are very <laughs> exactly they're both white and then whatever logo, but, but and it's just the same color. And By then, the way, but I had a white shot. You wouldn't be able to tell. Hold on, I'm looking at the color rush <laughs> forms. What the hell, NFL? That, yeah, the color rush are fucking atrocious for this so, week. So you have the Jaguars in a mustard yellow, like hot must no Dijon mustard <sighs> yellow. Mm. So you got the Not- Dijon, all of it, like even their cleats, and then you got the the Titans in their like super blues, like their baby blues. Like I played at a high school that had that same jersey. It's gonna no, it's gonna look like oh UCLA's playing themselves in a scrimmage. Cool, right? Those color, those, those Jaguar jerseys are atrocious. That is disgusting. That is a travesty to humanity. When was the last time the Jaguars have even been relevant? When uh, what's it called? <laughs> uh, Mark so- Brunel. When Mark Brunel was their quarterback and Jack Del Rio was their coach, they were a playoff team back then. How long ago was that? Oh uh, man, it all. I've been watching football since I was born, so it all kind of mixes together. I remember the fucking Oilers. So 
<laughs> Damn. Yeah, so, to put it in perspective, shit, I remember the Oilers. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Okay, so you thought the picture was bad. I, I found the video the where video, they edited the video. The video is just like, what, what the happened? living hell? Looking now. Even the numbers are the same. <laughs> the NFL's a troll. God damn it. I got a fucking ad. Yeah, pardon the ads, but Jesus Christ. I don't give a shit, dude, about you dipping your chip in the guacamole. <laughs> and that's Keanu's thoughts on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fucking stupid. That's so, super loud. Yeah, man. That, that uh, wow. I, I couldn't even tell that the other team got it. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just a bunch of, it's a clusterfuck of people just running around. Like, it, it, it I, I was watching the game. And it was hard for me to watch, and I could see the colors. Oh, they're both. Uh, what, why would they wear Christmas colors? That's just what I'm curious. That, that's, uh, I don't know. It, the NFL's dumb. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to see the color rush uniforms for this week. Uh, the Sam put oh, it in the, uh, the ball it. dropped. What the fuck? Yeah, the Sam put it in the in the link. It's the Titans and the Jaguars. He put it in the chat. Oh, and they're showing off the Bortles uniform. Yeah, Blake, baby. <laughs> UCF. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Titan. The Titans one honestly doesn't look that much different. It doesn't look bad. There. It that much different than what they normally wear. Yeah. I, I went to a high school that had that, that same uh, jersey. Yeah, oh, and then let's see uh, who else do we got next week. Uh, it's going to be a boring the, fucking week. Yeah, the, let's see. The Eagles are taking on the Buccaneers, which I'm on. Normally, okay, I okay, you know, you know what? Like, <laughs> I'm so fucking scared for my team now, dealing with all these goddamn injuries. Now we got butt fumble Sanchez playing for fucking Bradford. Woo! We don't That's have right. Malcolm Jenkins anymore. By, by the way, by the way, guys, 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 time out. What was the because oh, this was mentioned in the begin when we started this podcast, what was the over under for Sam Bradford getting injured? Oh, that's right. I, I remember mentioning that early and often in our first podcast. Yeah. Actually, every time I was like, I go, I said about we, I said week seven, I think officially. I, I think he said week four or seven. So he survived three extra weeks. <laughs> Lo and behold, I said, I said I think I gave him the week eight or nine. We'd have to go back. I don't know. I am so worried about my fucking team. It's like I have a feeling that our season's done right now, and just because of all the fucking injuries, like the, it's a shame when your defense, you know, your defense player of the year is a fucking rookie. Okay, that's a damn shame when like he's beating out every one of your veterans, every one of your pro bowlers and shit like that, and then he gets fucking taken out of the fucking game. Our quarterback is gone, and he was the only re- excuse why we needed Demarco Murray. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm so mad. Okay, and Mark Sanchez is your quarterback. <laughs> Sammy, hug me. I just and, can't. And Mark Sanchez, Sanchez. Is your quarterback. <laughs> I believe Mark Ryan, Sanchez is your quarterback. Ryan Matthews. Sanchez. Ryan Matthews is out with a fucking concussion. Like, can you, I, can you guys? Ryan's out with a concussion. Is it? Is it too late? Is it too late to apologize to Tebow? <laughs> is it too late? <laughs> right. He's a, Tebow's gonna get a call. Look, Tim. We said Look. some things. You said some things. He's going to touchdown. <laughs> God damn it. How about we just put all that behind us, babe, and, you know, try to work it out from here. God Start damn. brand new. Like, oh, my God. Buccaneers. I mean, I have, you know, I have to go with the Eagles in the, over the Buccaneers, but I'm just very worried. Very, very, Well, I mean, very, the, very... a game that should be interesting, though, will be uh, the Cardinals versus the uh, the Cardinals versus the Bengals, which is weird. That sentence... Doesn't sound taste right, right? The, uh... <laughs> Ten years ago, you never would have said that. <laughs> yeah, but next week the most exciting game looks like it's going to be 
the Cardinals versus the Bengals. Well, you never know. I think the Giants just gave everybody the blueprint of how to beat the Patriots. Hopefully, it's like yeah. well, you got, but then again, the team that got that blueprint is the Bills on Monday yeah. night. Mm, yeah, Bills ain't gonna do shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Who do, who do we play? Uh, the the Lions. The Lions. Oh, we play the Lions. Yeah, the Raiders play the Lions. Uh, oh my God, we're yeah. at Detroit though, so we better fucking. Oh God, if we lose this game, I'm pissed. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like these are all pretty pretty boring games. Like the Broncos face the fucking Bears. It's literally Jets. because we have zero corners. Like if we had a corner. Hey, single one, I'd be all right. But like, <laughs> we have DJ Hayden who gets hurt every game and then continues to play. I'm like, man, I, I get that we're, but there has to be some other athletic black dude back there that can play your position better because you get beat every single play. Every <laughs> single play. DJ yeah. Carey's back there is like, look, bro, I can't cover everybody. You know, I, we got Nate Allen who is just figuring out how to play football again because he's been out for the whole time. Charles Woodson back here with one goddamn arm. I got to cover this side of the field. Can you two motherfuckers do something? Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Because anytime anybody gets in trouble, they just go three wide receivers. And who's 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 uh, DJ Hayden covering? And who's our slot covering? <coughs> they never throw it to Carey's side. And if they throw it deep, it usually ends up getting picked off. Mm-hmm. Or they throw it to a tight end because our, our linebackers are – I think they're there because I count 11 guys – but it could be holograms of people. No, no, they're only there when when uh, they're gonna run up the middle and they know it. They're only there because they're they're a top three run defense until you face Adrian Peterson, where all he has to do is just skip around the backfield for a few seconds and then they forget how to tackle. I can't, I can't. That's Adrian Peterson. That, that's some that guy. I, I, everybody needs to test that guy's blood to see if he's even human. Yeah, he might be having minichlorian count. <laughs> see if the needle needle even goes in because it could be fucking. Kryptonian. Kryptonian. <laughs> <coughs> He's a freak. There's no dude that you destroy your knee, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna come back next season and break the NFL rushing record. Cause that makes sense. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Adrian Peterson, I love you. I've said it. He's amazing. I hear an echo. Beat your kids, but you're still good in my book. Hey man, he beat the hell out of me if I get part of his paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some. I can't remember what I I, I posted it on uh, my Facebook. It was pretty funny. I found it funny. <laughs> it was about picking cotton, and oh. they paid you. Yeah, I I, oh, I, I reposted that. Two fifty an hour. <laughs> they paid you two hundred fifty an hour, and then that person just went on a big ass rant, and I found that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Would you pick cotton for two hundred fifty dollars? Yes. An hour. <laughs> yes, I do a lot of things for two hundred fifty dollars an hour. <laughs> Would you speak? Would you say Negro spirituals? Yep, I would be pointing Harriet Tubman's old underground railroad man. Oh Lord, Lord. <laughs> Keanu, do you sing me? You, you, you sing You work a day. One day, full eight hour shift. That's two G's. <laughs> it's like it's like honestly, you'd be stupid not to work not to pick right? on for two fifty an hour. You're making twenty grand for every two weeks. And that's if you work Monday through Friday. Jesus is going to work it out. <laughs> Jesus is going to work it out. Sweet. Jesus is going to work it out. I'm going to Baby, won't you come my way? Oh, that's not a Negro. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I got a little carried away. <laughs> to the window. <laughs> to the wall. To the wow. To the swift drop down my ball. Wow. Wow. No, these bitches crawl. Crawl. Skeet, skeet, skeet. And the Lord did say, skeet, skeet, motherfucker.
You're making $480,000 a year. Got <laughs> it. But that's cotton's not easy to pick. It's hard to pick. Hey, man, after the first three weeks, you get that callus right here on your fingers. I've done it before. It's not that bad. You pick cotton. You know, you, you guys have. You, have, you, have you guys ever listened to Racist Field Trip? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, of racist course. It was the have, you seen, have you guys uh, seen that? My favorite Tumblr was Ghetto Hikes. <laughs> ghetto Hikes. Look it up. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so for the Ghetto Hikes. Uh, racist field trip. We're talking about my own sister has her own racist ass trip. So it wasn't cotton here in the Central Valley. Oranges? Um, so, so uh, no, no, no. It wasn't even raisins. So uh, my sister is going to school, uh, in like elementary school, fourth or fifth, with my other cousin. Uh, we'll call him Fart for the sake of argument. Uh, they're about the same age. And they're, they're going to school. And they go, man, you guys are going to go on a field trip to a farm. Everyone's like, yay, field trip to the farm. This is going to be awesome. And also sports related. But whatever. And so... They go to the field trip and they go, all right, kids, this is uh, Mr. Mr. Smith's uh, peach farm. Everyone enjoy the peaches? All right, so you guys are going to go out there and you grab one of these buckets and you're going to grab as many peaches as you guys want. Everyone's like, yay, peaches. And so they run, 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 and they spent all day this field trip picking peaches, you know, and they're like, oh, man, we're going to take them, put them in this basket, and it's awesome. And so you got all these little Mexican kids in the Central Valley in the middle of September picking peaches. <laughs> and they're like, okay, all right, kids, uh, we're done. Uh, you guys can turn in the buckets now. And then the little kids are like, wait a minute, we can't keep these peaches? Like, no, actually, these are Mr. Smith's peaches. Uh, go ahead and turn in your buckets. So they got a bunch of little Mexican kids in the middle of September to pick peaches for this teacher. <laughs> that is terrible. That is, that is, that is not what Cesar Chavez fought for. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i got distracted looking at ghetto hikes and all i see is the first fucking post ej back there having a staring contest with the damn sun slowing down the whole pack homeboy should have gone to the space camp <laughs> it's called ghetto hikes so so for the record for the record folks ghetto hikes is a uh it's one guy's account of children in uh low-income areas um, <laughs> it says you know of all races on nature hikes so he just takes these kids on hikes on their field trips and uh, they say various things that are hilarious uh, one of my favorite ones is, is is rabbits eatable or you're just supposed to cuddle the fuck out of them <laughs> yo mr cody how many of these mushrooms I gotta eat for? I super Mario the fuck out of this place. <laughs> we, we, thought, we thought we thought we thought this one is my favorite. <laughs> if Jackie T gets stung by a snake, who gonna suck out the poisons? That bitch smell like garbage water. <laughs> I thought Lamar done snuck his puppet Jason on the trip. Turn out that crazy crazy ass just making shadow puppets. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Mr. Cody, you think I get in trouble if I shoot me one of them in extincted animals?" Extincted animals. Oh, <laughs> I just, I just can't. I just can't. We thought Thurman over here having a seizure. Turns out, he's just excited about nature. <laughs> Oh no, got that. Mr. Cody DeLorean over there sucking on Teresa's neck, blaming it on poison ivies. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit far away from sports, folks. 
We'll leave you with that. Go to Ghetto Heights, check him out. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> As you can see, Keanu is dying. I think it's a good time to sign off there, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like first off, though, I'm gonna mention what the play, what the picture looks like so far for the NFL. In the NFL, uh, the Patriots, uh, the Patriots, Bengals, Broncos, and Colts are all top of their division. And what about the Vikings? Oh wait, that was I, I'm what, talking about what, in the sorry a- in the AFC. AFC. In yeah, the, yeah, in the AFC, and the Colts and Texans are actually tied. <laughs> the Colts oh. and Texans are both four and five. Right now, and that's kind of sad because <laughs> uh, because there's a chance that a wild card team might have a better record. There's a chance a wild card team in the AFC will have a better record than whoever wins the AFC South. Pretty Jesus much, yeah. Christ, that's terrible. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, because uh, and then right now in the NFC South, the pa- sorry in the NFC, the Panthers, the Vikings, the Giants, and the Cardinals. Are all are all in the top of their divisions, <laughs> with the uh, with the Eagles and Redskins only being one game behind the Giants. Like a win for both those teams would tie them up because they've had a bye week while the Giants haven't. So basically, what you're saying is the Eagles should win against the Buccaneers, and the Redskins will definitely lose against the Panthers this week. Yeah, which, and uh, see, are the Giants on a bye this week? Uh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because if they're on a bye this week, that'll tie the Giant. That that'll put the Eagles in position to. Overtake the Giants. Uh, the NFC West is just a mess after the Cardinals, and like I said, the Panthers and the Patriots are both undefeated teams. And uh, going over to hockey real quick, in the NHL, uh, the Dallas Stars are leading the Central Division with a four with fourteen wins. Like uh, there's a th- there's three different fourteen win teams in at the top right now of the Canadians, the Rangers, and the Stars. And then the L.A. Kings are leading the Pacific. Uh, sorry, that that's a, a bit of a bitter taste at the moment. Mm. <laughs> a bit salty. <laughs> are but, you going to say it or do I have to say it, Gary? Say it. Of all the flavors in the world, you chose to be salty. salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone else have anything else sports, <laughs> sports related to throw in? Um, my fantasy team sucks and lost me $50. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you lost money? Hey, by the way, I put in fifty bucks at the beginning. Let, let's Hot. let's talk about this. Uh... Oh, Fanduel! Can we talk about Fanduel? Yeah, we can. All right, talk. Start it up. Set it up. Set me up because. Whew. So, here's the question, and this is the thing that a lot of because uh, a lot this uh, fantasy sports has been be be uh, sorry they've started banning fantasy sports in certain states that have high rates of gambling. Because they're considering it gambling. Originally, fantasy sports was left off of the list. I, I mean, was allowed, much like poker, because it's, quote, a game of skill as opposed to a game of luck. And gambling was determined to be ga- a game of luck by definition. <clears throat> but slowly, but more and more slowly, they're saying that these are games of skill. What do you think? Fantasy football, game of skill or game of luck? <coughs> I mean, there's no actual skill, in my opinion, for fantasy football because all it is is like, oh well, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's got he's on a good team. I'll just put him on here and play him, and then Hold see on, no. what happens. So that my, to me doesn't seem like skill to me. My answer is this: my number one pick was Eddie Lacy, 
He hasn't broken five points all year. That's neither chance nor luck nor skill. None of it. And the thing is, is like I'm right now in the league I'm in. The British guy is in second place. The British guy who doesn't watch football is in second place because he he was going off of the people's names that sounded cool. And he ended up with Tom Brady and Odell Beckham Jr. Like, how does that, you know, like, like, and he was just completely oblivious. He's number two in the league. And I'm over here showing him how to draft. And then me, my, we're dead last. <laughs> I lost the team. I lost the team. Four people not playing. I don't mean to laugh, but you, that's, that's, just, that's, that's sad. Four that's people pathetic. did not play. That's pathetic. When, when Blake Bortles is outplaying Drew fucking Breeze. <laughs> kind of says something about the state of fantasy football. Well, I think this is a this is a year that's that's pretty uh, bad. Throwing a lot of uh, like wrenches and auto, uh, fantasy football people's leagues because this is a year that everybody like fantasy football is a game of probability. It's much like roulette, <coughs> where you can almost time the numbers right, but at the end of the day, there's still that random factor. Um, I pick people that stay healthy or that are coming back from injuries like a season that a season off, and those guys are usually pretty pretty like careful mm-hmm. and th- there are some staples that are just going to be good um like um i picked julian edelman he stays healthy usually for the most part he's hurt now so that i mean it kind of throws a wrench in my well kind of you know but most of the time it's pretty he's pretty healthy and he has t- tom brady and what do the patriots do throw the ball so it you get uh, it's more of like picking i picked um the running back from uh uh the dolphins miller something like that yeah um I know the Dolphins aren't going to rely on the arm of Ryan Tannehill. They're going to have to run the ball. Same concept when I picked um, uh, Carlos Williams, running back for the Bills. I know that um, I knew that uh, LaShawn McCoy is not an every down back. I know they're not going to rely on the arm of, uh, of Tavares Jackson or whatever. Not Tavares Jackson. What's his name? This is a Bills quarterback. Fucking, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cordae's gonna be mad at me. Whatever the court is, it EJ. A, Ma- it's not EJ Manuel no more. No, is it? no. It's, a, it's a different dude. It's another black guy though. I can't remember his name. Sorry, uh, I get my black sports, you know, quarterbacks mixed up. Well, there's like eight of them now. <laughs> there used to be like two. It'd be Dante Culpepper and Donovan McNabb, and now like everybody, te- every team has one. Oh, it's, and, like, um, it's like except except for the Washington football team names. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I knew he was gonna get some touches. Uh, Mike Ingram. I thought the Saints are going to be pretty a little bit more balanced this year with the absence of um, Jimmy Graham. Ty- Jimmy Graham. So yeah. I I understand the sport enough where I pick things like and predict me trying to predict how the teams are going to adjust to what happened to them in the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'm really on. Sometimes I'm really off. Um, I didn't. I, I missed out on a bunch of tight ends this year. <clears throat> And I didn't get the one I want. I wanted the guy from um, I wanted uh, Cam Newton's tight end. What's his name? Eifert. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tyler Eifert, because I figured that with the loss of a running back, what's you know, and they're gonna get a, whatever running back in. But a quarterback's best friend is their tight end, so I, I knew he was gonna get some touches. <laughs> Sorry to stop you real quick. I just wanted to say that's another person who you'd have to pay me a billion fucking dollars to wear a jersey for on the Cowboys. Jason fucking Witten. Jason Witten. I, ha- I hate his ass so fucking much because he can <laughs> fucking cover his ass. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so um, I picked up Clive Walford. That's the Raiders' new tight end because I I feel that the Raiders will start using him now, and he's kind of touched out pass for me in the past two games. So that's points that I I'm, I'm picking up. I picked up Derek Carr because holy shit, he was lighting things up. 
right up until uh, my but my quarterback to start off the season was Carson Palmer coming off a year break essentially. Mm-hmm. So with an offensive line that I knew was going to keep him upright. So I don't know. I, when I pick guys, I, I I don't big names are great, but um, a lot of the big names are old. A lot of the big names are getting old. Uh, would you say uh, Peyton Manny, your very own action toy? <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> Drew Brees. Um, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Um, I mean, Tom Brady's. You can't touch the guy, so he's going to get to play for another another few years. Uh, but running backs wise, like who are the real like cash money running backs or the reliable running backs in the league right now? Well, all the ones that are hurt for some reason. Exactly. Matt Forte, Le'Veon and, Bell. And, <laughs> yeah, obviously you get you draft Avery and Peterson in person, but that's somebody they know it's going to be all good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, imagine how many people drafted uh, Jimmy Graham. Here's a question: Who the fuck drafted RG three? <laughs> exactly. Why the fuck does he still have a job? He, he He's doesn't. a Derrick Rose of NFL. <laughs> Does he have a job? <laughs> I mean, he, I don't know. I don't think he. I think he's still signed with the freaking Washington. Yeah, but uh, I think he's like the practice safety, isn't he? Practice. <laughs> safety. <laughs> hey, no, he's second team onside kick. All right. <laughs> God damn, that's fucking terrible. But I mean, you know, a person that can't keep healthy and shit like that. Why the fuck do you still have a job? Why does why do people still put every ounce of faith in you? Think that you're the one. You're number one. Ask 49ers fans, all right? Hey, he ain't Damn. lying. It's more, it is more expensive to park at at t at not AT&T, at Levi Stadium than it is to buy a ticket to see the game. That's you, a shame because on. I saw a fucking article where they dropped the tickets down to thirty dollars. Like, yeah, you wanna, hold on, you want to know some bullshit? Before the season, before I moved back to Fresno, I was dating a girl who was a Niners fan. I and she's like, just, I want to go to a game like, this year. Just like and I was like, I'm gonna see if I can figure it out. I don't know. Tickets are kind of expensive for that new stadium. You're come on! I could have bought the whole freaking roll with that price, man. Yeah. <laughs> like we're carpooling. We're taking my car. Who <laughs> just goes? Uh. <laughs> It's true. Me and Bay and Bay would have been freaking lighting up Levi. We got the twenty dollar hot dog. At thirty bucks a ticket, I'm a big dude. I'm gonna buy three seats so I don't gotta worry about anybody sitting next to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's ninety, let's say a hundred bucks and some change. Right? That's a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks for good tickets at a football game. You couldn't, you can't, you're not even sniffing second level where 100 bucks at the Oakland Coliseum. And that stadium is fucking beat up. <laughs> and the Niners can't give away their damn tickets. It's it's $30 to see a game, but it's 45 to park. Fuck. Can we can we just take you. the stadium from them? No, like, you fuck don't that stadium. Horrible. Fuck that stadium. They built that like along the path of the sun, so there's never any shade. <laughs> it's like built on this huge, like this really small plot in comparison to like other stadiums. Uh-huh. So like the stadium is almost straight up. Like the seats are like you're looking like oh my god I'm leaning forward and. It's in an area like, all right, what are you going to do afterwards? Like, at least when you were at Candlestick, you hopped on the Muni, and then you got drunk at fucking Powell, Powell Street. But now it, now what? You go, oh, I guess I have to drive 45 minutes into the city, I guess. <laughs> then get drunk. <laughs> right? Yeah, what you do is you go to Levi Stadium, tailgate, and then go to a Sharks game. Right? I go to a Sharks game. At least at the Coliseum, the Coliseum, the goddamn Bart has an exit at the Coliseum. <laughs> There's an exit for the stadium. You just get off the uh, BART, walk across this long-ass bridge, and then you walk into the Oakland Coliseum. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Well, so point is, 
I'm glad I never have to see DraftKings commercials ever again. Or right. in between every fucking highlight play that you want to look at on the NFL. Right. Or FanDuel for that record. By the way, guys, if you use coupon code SUCKMYBALLS, you guys get 20% off of all Mexican uh. shirts. That's not true, but you could try it for shits and giggles. <laughs> Suck my balls. <laughs> Suck the balls. You use, but you have to use coupon code or else no one will ever love you. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> not even yeah. your parents, kids. Yeah, the, the companies sought a uh, restraint. A restraining order because, like I said, what was the New York Attorney General deemed uh, FanDuel and DraftKings to be illegal gambling? For those that have been keeping up on this story, <laughs> so I they've mean, been sent, so they've been sent season to sit desist letters, and they cannot take players. They cannot take money from players in the state, much like they cannot do it in uh, Nevada. Which, gee, most of that economy is gambling there, so of course they're gonna. Yeah, you already know they're they're gonna fight that. So, I mean. <sighs> Honestly, the only pe- thing, the only people that really, uh, you know, suffer with this, it would probably be just like Vegas because of the fact of this, like all of their betting stuff is like taking control of Comcast. So, or Comcast has control of like all of the, you know, the NBCs and like the betting rings and everything else. So, with FanDuel and DraftKings out the picture, they're kind of losing a lot of money. <laughs> so, that's pretty much the only people that are honestly going to lose out of this uh, deal. Mm-hmm. Sam, why do you have such a like uh, creepy, perverted smile on your face? <laughs> no, because I'm looking at something completely unrelated to football, and it just makes me laugh. Uh, it is nine emojis that look completely different on other phones. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, I was I was getting distracted. I didn't want to care about fan kings anymore. But you guys can read it mostly because like it's the difference between emojis from Apple, Google, and Samsung, and Samsungs are all fucked up. Like they're all super extreme emojis, but who gives a shit? It's not football or sports. Wow, I, I, I'm looking at, it. and they give them like little descriptions. So it's like the grimacing Apple. <laughs> this is awkward. Google, oh, I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> Samsung, I am shocked and appalled. <laughs> I, just reading them in those voices made me get that face. <laughs> this like, is like, totally genius. Like like tired face Apple. Wah. Google trying. So hard, and Samsung says exhausted, but Samsung looks like he's taking a dookie right there. A tired face, so he's dropping a massive deuce. I know people out there aren't listening, but this is on mentalfloss.com. Nine emojis that look different on other uh, cell phones. It's hilarious, but anyway, yeah, anyway, let's uh, wow, okay, all right, anyway. That's enough for uh, this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Sports Bar Podcast. You can find it every week on themexcellence.com, and soon it'll actually have its own separate feed, but it'll still continue to be fed f- to you through themexcellence.com and Fantastic Force Voyage. fed through your butt. Suppository. Guys, let's really, you guys are delirious. This must be the greatest thing that's ever happened this week. Dude, I want to let you know right now, it is 2.23 a.m. over here, okay? What do you think? 2.23 in the morning, (laughs) conversation got boring. Remember that song? I was supposed to go to All right, you know what, guys? I've got got more Tinder likes available, so sign out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, this... Has been a crazy episode of um, Sports Pop Podcast. This is the fantabulous Gergi. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at MXLNTGERG. 
You can find me on Instagram as uh, the same thing, MXLNT underscore G-E-R-G. You can find me on the RT side as Guillermo and also at um, Trigger Happy Podcast, where hopefully we'll get back on recording. Yeah, like um, uh, I actually, uh, I've been mean to talk about that in the group. <laughs> I had an issue come up where Libsyn deleted the entire back catalog. Whoa. Whoa. So, and, yeah. And then they didn't call you on their cell phone. <laughs> it's just all bad. your love. All bad. So, uh, okay, enough of that. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, so I'll be on, on that. Uh, I can't wait to talk about whatever we're going to talk about. Yeah, well, we're talking, you know, what we're talking about this week. I mean, it should be fairly obvious. So, yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. yeah. Give it a listen over at Trigger Happy or Letter R Productions. Yeah. And like I said, it'll be back on its own feed very soon, as soon as I get that back up. Holy. But who else is on this podcast? Well, I don't know. I mean, usually you guys work in tandem together, so... No, we alternate. Alternating is the key, Keanu. Well, then, since you already called my name out, gosh, no, I was playing. This is Sir K. Bundy here signing off of the Sports Bar Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter at Sir K. Bundy, uh, Twitch and YouTube at uh, RT underscore K. Bundy, on the RT site at Keanu, and uh, yeah, peace out, bitches. Yep, and uh, this is Sammy Gonzalez with TheMexcellence.com. You can find me on Twitter at TheMexcellence, on SoundCloud slash TheMexcellence, D-O-T-C-O-M, personally on Instagram at MXLNTSam, and on Snapchat at TheMexcellence. And I'm Felix. This is the Sports Bar Podcast. Peace out, party peoples. Watch some hockey. <laughs> In morning, to the rescue! Today, <laughs> You used to call me on my cell phone.